Yeah. All right, we good. Three, <laughs> seven, two, four, one, twelve. We are recording. These headphones. I'm the black man, black man, I'm outside. I'm the black man, black man, I'm outside. I'm the black man, black man, I'm outside. I'm the black man, 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 Welcome to another there episode of Black Men Do Talk. We have overdue conversations from a black man's perspective. I am one of your hosts, Street Hymns. Hello, my name's Trey. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Caleb Berry. And today's podcast is hosted by Waverly Nicole. Hey. Hit her up on Instagram for your Havana twist and butterfly Folak needs. IG. Oh. W-A-V-E-R-L-Y-N-I-C-O-L-W. Let's get summertime fine. Shouts out to Wade, yo. Indeed, like, indeed. Not, not one, not two, not three, but four lots. Four lots. Okay. Oh. So, today's episode, we also have some wonderful, beautiful guests. Please, yes. Awesome. co-hosts, introduce yourselves. All right, well, I start in the middle. So, I'm Whitney Thompson. You want to know anything in particular? Plug, just, plug yourself. Plug yourself. Like social handles? Yeah, yeah let's get all that. Social, so my personal page is at Miss Thompson, so at underscore M-I-S-S-T-H-O-M-P-S-O-N, and then another underscore. And then my business page is at Whitney's Kitchen Co., and then at Shop Cedar House. She is a fire indeed, cook. Indeed. Also, get a follow. Also, <laughs> also, we'll put all that on there. You know okay. what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah, I can That's check it in the, yeah. in the show details. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> indeed. Hello, uh, I also have a podcast, so check me out as well. Joyful Mess Podcast, spelled J O Y F I L L E D, Mess, M E S S, on all the platforms TikTok, Instagram, all that stuff, and YouTube. All right. Last but not least. And my name is Alicia Kemp. My personal Instagram handle is Queen Thinker Hustler. Yes, I spelled everything out. Yeah. And then for my business pages are Speak Prosperity LLC. And Abundance with Alicia. But I also have a podcast that I co-host with Wit, which is the Lux Hour Podcast. Nice. And that's at Lux Hour Pod. Okay, okay, okay. So, you know what I'm saying? We all kind of got some things going on. So, uh, Elisha, you kind of inspired this podcast starting off because you've seen... Uh, one of her posts. What, 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 what I, was so, going on <clears throat> Alicia, I, I want you to explain the TikTok because I saw the TikTok and I was just being petty. And I got in there and I commented. <laughs> so I want you to explain the actual TikTok because you actually never explained it. Oh, oh. This is true. Um, okay, so basically the post was, I saw like a sound bite and it said, um, when will I see you again? And then it was like a girl, I guess it was from the 50s, 60s, 40s maybe. And she said, oh, never. Um, and basically, just the caption for it was when a man talks about going 50 50. Mm. Right? So that's the caption I put on the video to the sound bite. But in my caption, I said that as a traditional woman, being with a traditional man or desiring to be with a traditional man, it's an absolute no for me. I'm headed out expeditiously. 50, okay. Because it doesn't, from just from that standpoint, we know that 50 50 financially is not equal for a traditional woman that is with a traditional man when we factor in children and okay. household maintenance. Okay. That was the premise. And so if you could give, because a lot of people have a lot of different meanings for like 50-50 mm-hmm. traditional, if you could give your viewpoint of what those terms mean, I think that would frame the conversation well. It does. 
You know, um, when we talk about 50-50 financially, I mean, it's just, it's not talking about 50-50 energy and effort because I know y'all going to be ready to come in the comments <laughs> with that, okay? <laughs> We're talking about specifically money-wise. Like, how do we pay our bills? How are we going to pay the rent? Mm -hmm. um, so it's literally you paying half of the bills, him paying half of the bills. For a traditional woman, it's a woman who believes in a woman having tradition, a traditional outlook on gender roles, basically. So, of course, a traditional woman is going to more so cater toward the home. She's going to be more the nurturer uh, in the home. And she believes in being provided for by a man because a traditional man is one that believes in being a provider and a protector. So I think a lot of times people think 50s and 60s and how things are done by our grandparents, um, in a sense. But... Again, it's just a, a traditional woman is a woman who has traditional values and viewpoints on gender roles. Okay. So okay. So and, uh, and hold on. And, and this is this this is in the context of marriage, correct? Not dating. This is okay. Because <laughs> we're gonna date how we plan to marry, right? So um, for me, keep going. Again, I think that that's a, conver a conversation. Let's be realistic, or at least for me, if mm -hmm. I'm dating, I'm dating to marry. So we'll have the conversation based upon okay, how do we plan to do things in the marriage financially, or what okay. do our roles look like? Okay, so, so gotcha. when we talk about the, the financial standpoint, I would say, as for me, I, every woman is different, okay? But as for me, in the dating process, if I am traditional in more of a sense, and I'm with the traditional man, that's something that he's going to want to do. And also, that is something that I do expect. Okay. Pay, pay, paying of bills. Paying. At, Not paying of I think in, a, in the context of dating, it's more so like... Paying, paying, paying for, for all dates. the meals. Paying for dates. Paying for dates. Okay. There we go. Dating, I'm paying for all the meals. All the meals, your, your Birkin bag, all that. I didn't say that. I bought my bag. Because um, she got an LLC. Okay. It's a write-off. It's a write-off. It's a write-off. I actually did not write off my You should. You should have. Should. It's part of the brand. It you should have. There's but ways. Yeah, in, in the context of dating, for sure, that looks like, I would say, if we want to talk about 50-50 financially, it's who's paying for the dates. Gotcha. Which is a hot topic. But gotcha. Yeah. Is it really hot? I don't know, Mitch. What do you think about paying for dates? Yeah, what you think? What I think about? Yeah, this okay. is not a setup, by the way. It's, I mean, I look. I, I say what I want to say. You feel me? So I believe that if a woman expects a man to pay for a date, she's wrong. And I also believe if a man doesn't pay for a date, he's wrong. So then, what's right? <laughs> what's right is the appreciation, and what's right on the man's side is provision. So it's, it's the same concept even of in, even if a dating? mother comes home, yeah. If a mother comes okay. home and she got the kids sitting there banging on the table talking about some, where's the food? Where's the food? Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, you, you develop this expectation based off your experience. But mom is coming home after a long day's work. Mom mm -hmm. is cooking. Mom is toiling. So there should be a level of appreciation despite your expectations, right? Like despite what you're used to. And it's like, it's like for, 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 for men, it's not just about, hey, I'm going to pay because it's, it's like it's like yo, I want to pay because yeah. it's an investment, and so as it it being an investment, I like to place my investment where there's appreciation. You know what I'm saying? Otherwise, it could depreciate. So but you're saying in that sense that men don't feel appreciated. I'm not saying men don't feel appreciated. I'm just saying in an ideal world, okay. it would be for me to say, all right, yeah, I want to pay for a meal. I desire to pay for the meal. But if there is a level of and I deserve that. 
okay, like that, so the lack of that appreciation is what you're saying. Uh, I'm not saying I experienced that. I, I that's okay. not yeah. So, like, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying I'm just saying I know people who have experienced that. Okay. It's, it's, it's they <clears throat> they date entitled women. They they go out on dates with women who expect and deserve things. Apparently, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. When when is it the actual like? And that's the thing. Like like are are we trying to earn love? Are we trying to earn the deserving of love? Or it's like, hey, I want to be able to sacrifice so that you can be enjoyed. I'm trying to get tricked Just out, based man. off of you being you, not so much, hey, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, but at the same time, I feel like what you more so, your viewpoint is coming from, or you're speaking on entitled women. Expectation and entitlement are two different things, though, in a, in a sense, in the way that you're framing it. Yeah. Because I can expect that a man be a provider based upon the men that I have in my life, right? But at the same time, that doesn't mean I'm an entitled brat. When's the know? last time? When's the last time you paid for a man's meal? Now, what I did was actually. What I did was I surprised him with a picnic of all of his favorite foods. Okay, we like these too. Okay, okay, intentionality. I'm here for that. Very intentional. And again, you know, he loves baseball, so I took him to like a a baseball game. It was outside, but it was at a a park. I knew they were going to be playing baseball that day, so we went. That's like his favorite sport. Okay. Oh, that's real. So again, I might not have paid for a day because I I would be honest and say that I. I literally remember paying for two dates in my life. However, I do do, I do spend money. If that's where you're about to go with this. Well, no, no, it's, 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 it's like, because, it's, like I said, because if uh, I think the first temptation that I've gone through after breakups was like, man, I, I spent this much, I got this, I went, this. but really, it's just like, yo, I truly made investments, and so it's, it's not, it's not like a thing of like, oh man, I didn't get a return. It was just at the end of the day, sometimes things don't work out, mm-hmm. but. Um, to what you're saying, I would I, in conversations with other men and also myself, because I feel like on more first dates, I've gotten paid for more than I've actually paid for dates. You know what I'm saying? So you be getting tricked oh, yeah. on. Tricked out, out the gate. <laughs> out the gate. Ho, oh, oh, brother, ho. Oh. That's what it sounds like. So. No, 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 no. It is the women asked me out on a date. Hey, and hey, it's look, like, yo, if you I go, got it, I go to the bathroom, I come back, and the joint's paid for. I'm like, is that oh, is that is it's that a the wonderful trick? feeling? So is that and the, the trick? reason and why it's a great feeling is because like there is no my, there's no there's no there's no uh, aspect of risk in my mind, right? It's not like a oh snap, after I pay this, I wonder if I'm gonna get a text back. I want it's like no, you have shown me that there's interest. Uh-huh. You've you've invested to the point where it's like, yo, I want you to feel like you're appreciated in this moment. And because that was so countercultural, I was like, yo, that's what's up, man. You know what I'm saying? get the ring right now. It kind of sounds like that's an exception to the rule. Like, would y'all agree or disagree? Well, that's only me. And like I said, this is me saying if the man doesn't pay, he's wrong. Like I said, I expected fully to pay that day. Right. I wanted to pay that day. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I came back and it was already paid. What I'm supposed to do? But you've never paid for a first date. I said I've 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 had more first days paid for me oh. than I've paid. So the norm for you is so is that, is that like a is that like a is that like something you test out like I'm gonna go to the bathroom when the bill comes. I'm 
and see what happens. And then the bill ain't paid. Like, let me take a second trip. <laughs> no. You start paying your pockets. Oh, oh, I forgot. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I, I, I just, I just. This in in my experience. You can be honest. Is, yeah. You can be open and transparent. Nah, I I don't sit there and expect to get paid for it. I love you either way. I, why would I take a woman out and I can't I can't afford it or I don't want to I like just, I, want to pay. I mean, bro, that's real. Okay, that's that's me. That's where I stand. Okay. You get he started. Like I understand what you're saying about like men not feeling like they're appreciated because again the expectation is there. Um, but like you were saying, I understand the difference between the expectation versus entitlement. Yeah, you can answer. Like, is that somebody else? Oh, who? Oh, that's not your phone. Oh, we're going to hear everything she says. I'm about to say. You turn that phone on, the mic going to pick it up. But what I was saying was, like, I understand the expectations versus entitlement. So if you don't feel appreciated, but you're, you're going on dates and knowing that the woman is expecting something, I can understand why you might feel the way. Um, which is, okay, which, which is why, uh, to my point, Okay, are women queens just because they're women? Ooh. So just because you are, you are a woman by birth, you're automatically a queen. That's a opinion. great question. I would honestly say yes. I think that the issue with, I think that the problem is that people don't understand that they're valued, right? So even if I am a queen, and if I put myself in situations where it's not queen-like, so if I put myself in a situation that lowers my standards, then I'm still a queen, but I'm associating with things that aren't attending to my queenness, if that makes Sound sense. Sound like you lost your cash. But I would. But I I was, okay, so, so here's, here's the thing. This is not an aspect. This, 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 like isn't, the, this isn't of how does the Lord see us. Obviously, okay. I, I understand that <laughs> the Lord sees us all as joint heirs to the kingdom, sons and daughters of God. Of the most high God. I get that. Yeah. But in the dating market, there are things you can do to decrease your value. There are things way. you can do to make yourself less valuable to men, less valuable to women. Oh and so if that's the case, is a man a king just because he's a man based off the t- how we use the word king? Or is, and is a woman a queen just because she's a woman? No. I would say no. No, king and queen are titles, right? So the titles are something that you earn based exactly. on mm. the things that you do and the ways in which you perform and carry yourself in the world. You don't become a doctor, right, just because you're smart. You become a doctor because you put in your stripes, you develop the skill set that you needed, and then you earned your accreditation to be called a doctor, right? You have the respect of your peers, the respect of the medical community. So it's about how you went about getting that title. <clears throat> no, all women are not queens in the same way all men are not kings. Absolutely. That's a title that comes from upholding the duties, right, that are subscribed to womanhood. That are subscribed to manhood. That's my opinion. Right? And, 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 so, and because of that, that's, that's, that's where I get the, okay, so if I take, is it, when I say entitlement, it's the mindset that I deserve this. And it's like, yo, I'm just getting to know well, you. I, think it's, I don't even I know think you. I think it's human to be frustrated, right, <laughs> at, least at a lack of appreciation for your efforts. But I don't think it's fair to tack that on as like a uh, barometer by which you measure women, right? And the only Mm. reason that I say that is because we all want to feel appreciated for the things that we do. We all want to feel like our partner supports us, wants us to do better. We all want to feel as if we have that support. And so I think in terms of king and queen, dumb, right? I think a king... You become a king because you provide for your community, right? If there's a famine in the land, people come to the king's castle down to say, oh, excuse me, we need some wheat. We hungry down here in the peasant field, right? And I so like you, Joseph. 
So I yep. think as a king, I think if you are a man who considers yourself a king, it doesn't even cross your mind that you would not provide for this woman whose time you're you absorb right. Right. And if you're a queen, Interesting, you appreciate that in a way where you know how to convey okay. that this is something that meant something to me. And even if you don't want a second date with that man, you know you know how to do it in a way that doesn't make him feel small or less than or as if there was something that he was missing, right? Because at the end of the day, dating is just compatibility. Exactly. So you'll take people okay, out, yeah. you'll risk money, investments like every other. Yeah. Every business. Yeah, so there's a lot of Yeah, that's good. Right, because I, I think that the whole, that question, I feel like it stems from a place of will will what I'm giving out be reciprocated and will that validate me and who I believe myself to be? Which is a tough so, place to be when you're dating. Right. And, and in relationship but period. But at that point, I would say, all right, maybe you need to reassess if you have the right perspective and if you're at the right place mm. to where you should be dating. Ooh. Because if I'm going to choose how I court you as a woman, Based upon how I feel like you might appreciate me, then that means I'm distrustful at, at the place I am. And I, I don't want to say that in your case. That Come you, with it. Come like with it. Could be from a Come place with it. Like, am I good enough? Is she going to see in me what I see in her to to pour back into me what I'm pouring into her? Oh, absolutely. So wait, wait, but wait, here's the thing. I'm actually, like I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not going to, look, all my, all the people close to me know that number, one, one thing I, I do. Like, I hate rejection, you know what I'm saying? And I do struggle with, you know what I'm saying, the aspect of, like, understanding worth from women and value from women. Like, I, like it's, it's one of the things where I, I almost feel love and value based off of what I do, based off the work I do. That's dangerous. Which is unhealthy. Very absolutely, dangerous. Absolutely. But what you'll come to find is a lot of men are like that. A lot of men actually aren't out there just shooting shots. And so when the expectation is, hey, Yo, y'all should be bold. Y'all should be this. Y'all should. Be, it's like, yo, fam, like, like, help us out a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Because like a lot of the men I'm talking, like, it's like, yo, we're not out there just <clears throat> putting all the risk out and putting all the. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, shoot more shots. That way you get more. You know what I'm saying? That way you get to finally, you know, you, you miss hundred percent of shots you don't take. It's Caleb, like, it's Caleb, all, Caleb, bro, Caleb, go ahead, no, go no, ahead, no. Caleb, go ahead. Go it's ahead. all a risk on that one. I'm just like for the fellas. I'm just yeah. like you do not need to know if she likes you or not in order for you to Facts. take those shots. Oh yeah, for like, sure. Facts. Easily said. It, yeah, but take yeah. your shot. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh. and it, then it then it goes to the fact of like, especially as Christian men, is like, are we gonna do this as fear? Absolutely. Like, is fear and, or, I, and I would agree with that only because when you approach dating, right, from a space of being hurt that way, right? So hmm. being hurt through either rejection or through a relationship that did not go the way that it should mm -hmm. from being hurt by a partner, that's trauma, right, that you simply cannot effectively communicate through. Yeah. And so to Alicia's point, I even went through a season where once you've been hurt in the heart, right, whether it be through rejection, whether it be through abandonment, through lack of appreciation, through somebody not showing you that you're valuable, somebody choosing somebody else, that directly hinders your ability to healthily function in the next relationship. Right? Mm -hmm. Because sure. if That's you're good. afraid of being hurt or if you're afraid of being turned down, you will never effectively communicate what your actual fears are, yeah. what your actual thoughts are, what your actual desires are. So you're not yeah. able to date intentionally. You're not able to communicate intentionally. And it's yeah. for good reason, right? Because you have this fear deep down yeah. of, well, I don't want to feel what I felt that one time again, mm -hmm. but you inevitably taint every single relationship that you go into because it yeah. affects communication. It affects yeah. your ability to communicate with that new person. You know, it's almost like you have to be ready. Every time you start dating, you have to be ready to give the person a completely fresh yeah. 100% every time. start. And yeah. Every time. Yeah. As a collective, yeah. right? I think it's fair to say that 
podcasts like this tend to be very inflammatory because there's so much tension, right, between black men and black women. Mm -hmm. And there's so much anger on both sides. Yeah. Black yeah. men have a lot of repressed anger, right, from their mothers all the way down to the women that they dated from middle school to now. And in the same breath, black women have a lot of pain from the abandonment that they felt from men throughout mm -hmm. their lives, mm -hmm. right? Through men telling things like, well, what makes you worthy of a meal, right? Like that, mm. the way that it's women crazy. receive that is like, <laughs> what makes me worthy of a meal? You know yeah. what I mean? I gotta but, eat, nigga. Yeah. 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 But I think, I think necessary. Group, it's just that truly both parties understand oh the value God. of having a strong man or woman in your life, right? Both parties, no matter what they say, y'all understand the value of having a good woman in your life, sure. right? Biblically, you know that that's where your favor is tied to, yeah. right? So we always talk about, oh, Indeed. is a woman valuable just because she's a woman? A woman is valuable because that's what multiplies whatever you bring, Absolutely, right? So if you're with a woman and you've presented something or you've put something on the table that she wasn't able to multiply, to your point, she's probably not a queen, right? And she's sure. probably not a value. For sure. Because any yeah. investment should multiply as it goes forth, right? And in the same breath, as a, as a woman, right, a man should have something to put on the table for you to work with, for you to multiply. Absolutely. Agreed. But I think all sure. parties understand the value of there being good love. I think both parties are just so jaded at this point that it's like, <coughs> it sounds like a myth. And yeah, I we, uh, understand to your point where you were saying, it's just, I think for me, I, I start with the value. Mm -hmm. So... The women start with the value. The men start start with the value. But then it's like I can understand what y'all are saying about how if I do something to make you to make me devalued in y'all's eyes because I'm not bringing to the table whatever it is that y'all need me to bring to the table, then I can understand that. But I think I'm just maybe I'm too optimistic because I'm like off bat we start off with the value. And but that's I think the perspective I was coming with on both. Yeah, ends. and I agree with you. I want to make sure I clarify that I agree that inherently all people have value because they are yeah, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, right. yeah, I, yeah. I, I specifically yeah. meant the dating market. Like, yeah. that's what I'm trying to say. Oh, okay, like, okay, like, okay, like, okay. And, the, and, and I, like, I wanted to clarify, like, even clarifying, yo, the way that we should look at each other as human beings, valuable, the way that God sees us, immense value. Yeah. Like, but, like, if you play this uh, product in a different place, and you talk about the dating market, mm -hmm. there are things that can be done, you know what I'm saying, that oh, make sure. you less value, in other words, <coughs> less yeah. sought out in the dating market. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and that's just. Okay, okay. Yeah. It's almost yeah. like the difference between having Good. value and adding value, right? Absolutely. Like a thing can have value, but that doesn't mean it adds always. value, right? A Mercedes Benz has value. Depreciates. But if I add it to my life, right, it depreciates. Mm -hmm. That doesn't make it valuable for me. If I already have a car or if it's too little now, I always have to rent a car to go pick up furniture, right? Like that doesn't, it, then it no longer has value in my life. In the same breath, yeah. people pay forty $40,000 for baseball cards. I, not me has no value to me, right. right? But it doesn't add anything to my life. And I think people are valuable as a whole, but when we date, we should ask, does this person add value to my life, right? And that's, that's neutral. And there's like, even, even... if you don't like Mercedes, it's not yeah, valuable to you. Right. It's not valuable to you. Mm. And there's even, you know, there's even times where you have to question yourself, are there things that I consider valuable that actually bring me no benefit? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's good. That's yeah. Right. And so I think sometimes we, we get... We hold on to what we think is valuable and realize that it's just something we want, but not something we can benefit from. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you don't know what's beneficial until you open yourself up yeah. to different and new things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think also in dating, it's probably more beneficial to realize that people are going to hurt you regardless mm -hmm. of who it is. And you have to accept that at base value. It's kind of like, you know what I'm saying? You can't go to the gym, work out, and complain about being sore. That just comes with the territory. Yeah. If you're going to date, you just got to accept that the territory means you got to get hurt to get where you want to go if you want to be married and, and do all these things. You know what I'm saying? So, 
Y'all bring in some heat already. Do y'all feel like you ignore, because, okay, so it's valuable, right? Do y'all feel like y'all ignore the the value that is, or the lack of the value because it's like you crave companionship or you crave that love Mm -hmm. or you crave that desire? (coughs) Especially, I feel like, being, you know, Jesus lovers and all that stuff, I feel like that is placed specifically upon us as men and women to, like, desire marriage and to be together with somebody. And I feel like that gets in the... Like, I feel like you ignore the things that that person may not have for you or that person that may not have that value that you want to have just because, oh, no, but I desire companionship. I desire to be married. What are these things that we're considering value? That's, that's a good question. That's a great place like, to start. That's you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like start. a lot of these things, again, I think because you said something really good because it's like a lot of these Thank things you. actually really don't appreciate that matter Long, longevity wise in marriage and it's just like so yeah. for instance um, oh man I was, the conversation literally just slipped my mind but there are certain things that we feel like we want and I want this because it brings value to me and then you'll talk to a married couple they looking at you like you don't even need that marriage. don't matter it <laughs> don't matter which is also why we also need some married folks in our lives so facts just throwing that out there facts Absolutely. you know what I'm saying and it would, would, so and this, this is why understanding worth versus value is, is important because um Worth is uh, what is paid for, like you know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. like like it's, I, it's worth this. You can put a set on that. Value is dependent on the person that's examining the product. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, yo, when we talk about is something valuable, just because even if you are quote unquote less valuable in dating market, that does not make your worth any less. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 because your worth is outside. I would of almost flip it. I would almost, and the only reason I say that is because the worth value. Oh, and hear me out, right? Oh. Because value <clears throat> is inherent, right? If if Mercedes releases a CR CLX and they say the, the MSR, MSRP is fifty four thousand, that's the value of that car. That's the now, worth of that car. No, hold on, hold on. That's it the value because like when we go to the lot, if you say that car is not worth fifty four thousand dollars, right? For sure. Look at the housing market right now. Houses are going for twenty thirty thousand dollars above what they're actually actually valued at, right? Mm-hmm. But that's because somebody from California said it's worth it to me to pay $20 extra. So that, the same uh, I, got, I, got, I got them backwards? Yeah, that's all I would say. I would say uh, it's backwards because value, value, our value to Christ is in, in value, right? To Christ, everybody in here is priceless. Mm-hmm. But to For me, sure. the worthiness of you coming into my life on an intimate level, that varies based off of, to your point, we all have our different price points and things that we consider as valuable to us, right? For to sure. one person, it may be the ability to have conversation. To another person, it might be financial security. To another person, it may be artistic influence, right? Some people just might like a, a creative mind that they can build with, and they might mm-hmm. say, if you're not another artist, I, there's no chemistry, right? So mm-hmm. value, worth hmm. is what you're willing to pay for something. For you sure. look at a house and say, oh, that's not worth $100,000. That don't mean it's not $100,000. For sure, for Somebody sure. Somebody gonna pay $100,000. Indeed. Somebody Indeed. gonna what pay for it. So, so, so you go, uh, you go, go going 50-50? What's up? You going 50-50? With my wife? That's a good question. I'm just asking a question. You say that's <laughs> What'd you say, Alicia? You had, you had a question? With my wife? Um, Hold on, wait. Legitimate value. Right. And your potential wife, the woman that you would date to what? be your wife, what are you looking for? What do you value? Oneness. Truly, honesty. We don't want to hear she got a good heart because we know. Hey, what if I really <laughs> like yeah. a good she heart? Good yeah. That's crazy. Wait, 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 wait. Is she bad though? I got you. Right. I'm just saying. Be completely frank. Bro, yes, bro. Songs of Solomon. Hey, fam, look. Gilead, bro. She got to be bad, bro. I can't know about the song of Solomon until... Somebody told me I can't read that song. the playlist, you feel me? can't read That's what I was told. You said what? Somebody told me I can't read the song of Solomon until I'm married. Dang, bro. Apparently, it talk about, like, morning dew, and it's... 
not about the stuff on the like the dude yeah. like the dude in the morning. <laughs> What's up with them gazelles though? <laughs> the gazelles. On the hills of Gilead, bro. That's what she There was said. a metaphor with gazelles? Come on oh, now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gazelles were, uh, uh, to, the, to, the, to the younger audience, just so we recover your ears, uh, the gazelles were referring to a woman's bosom. And that was wild. And you talk about climbing the, what was it? Climbing the gazelle. Never mind. Let me. Uh, he was doing a lot. Okay. No, I know. It was a. It was. A, it was a nice little ball. But so okay. for me personally, I'm gonna say mine in 30 seconds, and so you could go. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So I used to like. I used to have a big list. You know what I'm saying? Um, but after talking to you know what I'm saying some people to put me on game, uh, it was really just being somebody who's kind. So like kindness. You just look. <laughs> but what, like, what, look. 15 seconds. When I've dealt with <laughs> other situations, I'm like, yo, a lot of this could have been avoided if you were just kind. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Like, like a lot of this could, like, at least when I know you're kind, you're not trying to do something for the purpose of my damage. You're not trying to do something mm, that is to get back at me. Yeah. Kindness, in, in essence, is caring for others. You know above above yourself. Exactly. But what I hear yeah. is that kindness gives you that security, right? Because Absolutely. to your point, if you have a fear of being used or being abandoned or replaced or sucked dry and then dropped off, kindness lets you know that this is a person whose heart won't allow them to do that. She gonna keep bringing that up. Hey. Hey, I start. I start counseling next week. Okay. She get, she you do it a little early. I start next week. Hey, you might be able to save your money, big dog. <laughs> We, you, you, are you you licensed? No, I'm a project manager. No. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Yeah, 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 but you yeah. call me in time. I'm happy to talk, talk to anybody. Indeed, so, indeed. what's the question? What did the you? The question is, what, what, you, you, what, what you look for in a woman? Looking, huh? When you're looking for no, attention. No, you said 50-50. No, he asked oh, a different question. There. We go get yeah, there. We go. She, all right, go ahead. She really just want to know, before we even get to all that, it's like, what, you, what do we value? What you really want? Yeah, what you yeah. really really love from a woman. The real answer, not what sounds good on this podcast, not what sounds. Oh good no, we keep it real right here. Bible mates, you know. Bible, Bible mates. mates. Press a button. Press a button. Anybody? Anybody? Yeah. So I thought I'm thinking Bible we're talking about marriage. Mates. I'm trying to figure out which area we talking. Warning! Warning! In marriage? Yeah, she's like someone you genuinely trying to get with, right? In marriage. A potential yeah. spouse, what am I looking for? Um, While you're dating, or are they are they two different things? Are you dating for fun, or are you dating for marriage? I yeah. date for marriage. I don't play okay. that. You yeah. look from a distance, you then you find. A potential spouse, then. She bad, though. That's one of them. Yeah, you got to kiss She got to look good. I got to turn around and be like, oh. Yes. I got to want to wake up yes. to you every morning for the rest of my life. I don't want to just encourage your personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I just encourage your personality all the time, you're going to be mad at that. In other words, he can't be scared to wake up when he's married. Facts. All right. Anyway, so I would say the biggest thing for me is communication because yeah. I've had some real big issues okay. with that past-wise. But communication is definitely, I hate to say it, but communication is key. Um, it also just brings about clarity of what I need to do. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, like, if you communicate with me your thoughts, your feelings, it helps me out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Instead of being clueless about what's going on. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's huge. <coughs> That has to be. Yeah. Uh, Caleb, I just want to affirm you. When you speak into the mic, you sound real official. You said, uh, oh, appreciate you. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you. I can't compliment him? I can't compliment him straight? Dang, bro. I'm not bad. You want to compliment too, bro? 
Your, your beer game is strong. Security. Your beer game is strong. I can use any words of affirmation at this point of my life. Warning. 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 You look cool your, with your, your hat backwards like that. And though. your beard is great. Thank you. I told y'all I look cool with the hat. I was, I was, I was debating before I started. Okay, so ah, you look cool. Say, you passed it. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Shout out to the beer game. See, see for, the, for, the, for the audio listeners, you can hear the. You feel me? <laughs> You see what you did? You Oh man, that's crazy. Oh, no. All right, go ahead. What do I look? Y'all just gave one thing. I, you know, it's not one thing. But Fifteen seconds. I was about to say oh. you, you did say thirty seconds. Thirty seconds go back. Oh my bad. Real okay. fast. You play um, taboo. I think I look for somebody who is always looking to improve. Um, because if we are getting married. Uh, we meet at a point in our life, but the goal should be that by relationship we become better. Cultivation. Yes, a part of cultivation is improvement. Yeah. Um, and so I want somebody who, not necessarily is never satisfied, but is always seeking ways to improve. Right. Not overly critical, but has a growth mindset. Indeed. I did this, and it went well, but I could do X Y Z next time to improve it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think that translates to a lot of different things relationally, a positive mindset, openness, um, honesty, because, you know, you could get a good result and be like, oh, I did good. I got an A. But maybe, you know, the other the other side of that is I got an A on the test, but I didn't really study or prepare the best way I could have. So also somebody that is, you know, self-reflective and self-aware. But yeah, that 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 wanting to always improve. That's good. That's really good. Bang, bang, yeah, bang. indeed. Okay, so I had to. They they drilled me. So uh, <laughs> you going fifty fifty? Hey, I don't want to say Whitney's right. Before we go into that, oh, it's kind of. I just noticed that it's coming from all her places because even what I was going to say was going to come from a place where oh, it was a lack of something. So it kind of sucks that like. The thing that we're trying to find in our that or that significant other is from a, her place more so than just, oh, this is what I value and this is what I would like. Like it just kind of because what I was about to say, what I value in somebody is um, someone that knows themselves. Because I feel like everybody else that I was with before didn't lack that, and I feel like all of y'all answered in that same way, and it just kind of. To and I would say to an ex- I would say on like even on my like to an extent hmm. that is very true, but I think also like. If I know what's going on with you, I can love you better. Mm-hmm. You know sure. what I'm saying? For sure. So like that. So, but yeah, it goes. It's both ways. So don't get it twisted. And, yeah. and, and, and when you make all those lists, right? You make those lists yeah. like from based experience. Off experience. First per- from yeah, experience. No, no, no. I'm talking about the first person I ever dated. I'm like, yo, she got to be lover of the Bible, somebody who's pursuing God. I met this woman at a Christian sports camp, and when I tell you, <laughs> which one? Like, Real. <laughs> Warning, 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 warning. <laughs> yes, yes, it was Bree number one. It was Bree okay. one. That's cool, whatever. Well, I was actually talking about which sports camp. I was being no, funny. No, no, it's, it's six different Brees. So, like, it's just. I wasn't trying to. I was talking about was a K. No more I was trying to bring K.A. into it. Not the, not the Breeze. Oh, wow. He said it. No. I did. Warning, warning. Oh, Caleb, Caleb brought the Breeze. He actually put the Breeze. I'm like, oh, forgive me. Put my stuff out there like my that. Bad. Forgive me. Yeah, yeah. Indeed. I don't know. Apparently, I'm attracted to Breeze. But um, 
Yeah, so okay. this is the first one anyways. Um, and, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I hope she hasn't watched my podcast. But yeah, um, with that oh, being said. Man. This is fun. They gonna hit you up like, which was I? <laughs> oh my God. Just give me my, oh my, bring out the timeline. No, 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 actually, three out of three of the Breeze knew which Breeze they were. Actually, I just hope that they are not in a fragile mental state because I'm like, Breeze, I'm so sorry, girl. But that means there's three other Breeze that don't know their number. Yeah. Yeah. And they all know their number. Because I was like a talking phrase. And the only reason I had to do that because it's like, yo, who you talk? They ask me who you talking about when you do accountability checks, things like that. It's like, oh, it's That's my fault. That's my fault. It's like, man, which Breeze? I'm like, it was Breeze 3. No, the first 10 seconds was my fault. All this ain't mine. Okay, but yeah. We're going to bring it back in. 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 From the deep end. You feel me? If we really came from a pure place and we put aside those those hurts and those pains, what would what would our true needs be? So here's versus our but that's but that's, but that's what, what I'm trying to say. Need? Like 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 I I really did like I I know I needed somebody to love the Lord. I know I needed and I met somebody like that. Uh-huh. But you can meet somebody who actually meets those needs and it's just not compatible. Yeah, and that's and what so I, that's, that's what, what I was mean. that's that's what happened. Like yeah. yo, like it was. A, a one, I, wonderful woman of God, you know what I'm saying? And and the only reason she broke up with me was because she said my pastor was a false teacher. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it had, it, wouldn't have, it had nothing to do with me. Damn. You know what I'm saying? I, and I, I had a great pastor. Yeah, like, I would almost argue that that's that the purpose of dating, right? At 13, 14, 15, 16, we all have an idea of our type, right? Of like what we want. So when you think about your first boyfriend or the first person that you liked or your celebrity crush, we all have like a type, right? That just comes from whatever in our yeah. childhood get sprinkled, whatever seeds get planted, they grow around in puberty, and then you get the garden of your type, right? And I think at the end of the That's day, right I love it. <laughs> when you he, date, right, you start to see what bang, you actually bang, need, right? Bang, so I think a sure. lot of us pick from that first list of things that we think we want, right? And, and then, then I think like, you get into it and you realize, I ain't really okay, like actually, that. wait a minute, it's I actually like, yeah. don't like yeah. this. And, then, <laughs> <laughs> that list, yeah. and it's stuff on the list that you don't know to put there, right? Like yep. there's things that, unless you've dated, you don't even know to put there. Unless you've been in intimate one-on-one situations with yeah. another partner of the opposite yeah. sex, yeah. you don't even know certain things like what need to be on that list till after you've gone through that. That's That's like, okay, and and, and, and I, like, I'll even mm. say like, I think sometimes, you know, pain plays a very important role in understanding what you actually need to grow. Because there's a part of growing that is painful. You know what I'm saying? Even biblically, you are pruned. Pruned just is simply just getting cut off. You know, yeah. those are things that have to go. So I think even the pain in dating teaches me to some extent what is and is not healthy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If I'm hurt, I know now that's not good. Yeah. And so if I recognize that something, it's some, that's something in someone else down the line, Pain has taught me that's not okay. That's yeah, good. You know what I'm saying? I but, was also, but also, in the same regard, when I am hurt, I have to heal to be healthy and to make those recognitions. So it's a double-edged sword because if I don't come from a place – that's my favorite song. If I don't come from a place of understanding my pain and how it hurts me, yeah. and that it act, and I don't even recognize that it hurt me, then I'm, I'm still just in some form lashing out. And not really addressing like the pain that I've that I've endured. Yeah. And so I think pain is very important. Now, again, it's a double edged sword because if I don't recognize the pain, if I don't really address the source, then it's just going to be this open wound that never heals. And I think I, just going off of uh, oh, go ahead. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead. I think it's problematic just to operate solely from that place of 
pain is what I'm saying. And I think for a lot of people, yeah. it eclipses what it is that you, what you didn't get, what you lacked, what you didn't get from this person or that person. Um, that eclipses oftentimes what it is that you truly do need because mm-hmm. you're, you're right. thinking from a place of lack. Uh-huh. You know, you're saying, okay, well, I, I never really had this. I never had the financial security, mm-hmm. so I really want that now. So that that's what I'm really honing in. And you and you and you get you get fixated. So I, I'll give you an example. So I tore my Achilles in in yeah, 2020. You did too, brother. Hey, this ain't about me. Um, you're right. It's not. Be quiet. Um, <laughs> so I tore I tore my Achilles. <laughs> and and when I tore my Achilles. It sucked because it was like it was going great. It was the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. and then I tore it, and I felt like I ushered in COVID because like two weeks later, <laughs> the world shut down. But something it, it was very it was yeah it was very very interesting time. But sure yeah. Yeah yeah. But one thing I did learn <laughs> was <laughs> yep yep. No, you got it all out. You good? Uh-huh. Any more? Any more zingers you want to? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, it was. Um, so I learned like a lot about just how the body handles pain mm-hmm. in that aspect. And one thing that was so cool to me was I didn't realize how connected each part of my leg was. Mm-hmm. When uh, my, my, my physical therapist said, we have to train your hips, your glutes, your thighs, because all those are overcompensating yeah. for this one area of pain. Yeah. Right. What I got out of that was I learned how to stretch, what stretches to do. I started stretching things I ain't never stretched before. So the point is, like, the pain can be something that teaches you not only what you need and what you lack, but what you actually have not been doing to be healthy. Mm -hmm. And so, if it it, it, again, it can be something that is a teacher, that is um, something that illuminates an area that you weren't accustomed to. But again, I think it's how you handle the pain, right? It can't be what you're saying where this is what fuels me. You know, that person that's like, I'm alone and I'm going to prove everybody wrong. Yeah, you still hurt and we all see it. You know what I'm saying? But if it's, man, like, I went through this, this, and this, and it taught me this about myself, and it showed me this about myself, and it even showed me different things that I didn't even know I needed. You know what I'm saying? Like, I now can express, you know, things that I never knew I needed to express. And now I can connect, you know, these different feelings that I've always felt. But again, like, if we don't have that perspective of pain can be something that teaches me, just like anything else, you know what I'm saying? Pain can be something that teaches me, that can grow me, that can make me more healthy, and yes, it's, it's going to be detrimental. It's just going to be pain. So you're saying you can pull from the past without it being a thing of lack. I think it's I think like it's I think it's a perspective. It's like, mm-hmm. again, like the growth mindset, like what am I what am I allowing and how much power am I giving it? Right. Yeah. And not not on that. We are. I'm going to manifest my energy. You know what I'm saying? If y'all watching this and you say that and you offended, be offended. It's cool. Um, yeah. You can find my my, my, my IG <laughs> behind the, in the thing. But mm-hmm. if if it's it's not one of those things, it's. It's how can I take what I'm going through, accept it for what it is, but still come out better on the other side? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's what gives you the perspective and the knowledge moving forward to be more healthy. And this is just in general, in any situation. If I allow, if I allow the situation to be the end-all, be-all, then, that, then it, it's always going to be what it is. And I can never take it and say, okay, cool, this happened to me. But I'm going to take it and allow it to add to me and teach me and all these different things. And mm-hmm. I think that can be said 
for all emotions. Oh, yeah. At the end of the day, we know that emotions are God's indicators, right? They're what he gave us so that we can understand our intuition. The way that we feel is what helps us to read a situation, right? Mm -hmm. And so in the same way, you talked about shame earlier. Shame works in the same way, right? Mm -hmm. So pain, the the back end of pain is trauma, right? Pain untreated becomes trauma. But shame untreated becomes a hidden person, right, that's ashamed of who they are. Guilt. That doesn't yeah. Guilt, right? yep. But on the front end of pain, right, is development. And in mm-hmm. the same way, on the front end of shame is accountability, mm-hmm. right? Recognizing so, what you did yeah, wrong. Because it that's shows good. you yep. when you feel ashamed. Y'all know after you finish talking that's to somebody good. and you like, I can't believe I actually even talked to Spit them facts with me. Yeah. That shame that you feel, right, yeah. it's telling you that you abandon yourself, right, in order to meet this need for companionship mm-hmm. in a way where you significantly lowered your expectation. Mm-hmm. You need that shame to show you right to be more accountable the next time you pick and you can't pick from a place of loneliness because it'll end up in shame right so there's that level of accountability where you can say why do i feel what i feel and then to your point grow from it i think all all emotions work that way yeah Yeah. black women do talk uh podcast coming soon (laughs) 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 she's made a fact coming with heat bars all day all day fam indeed indeed if we're talking about though like Getting to know ourselves and all that stuff. And I can understand where it can come from pain or where it can come from shame or those hurtful places. But I feel like even in the same way that we, like, spend time with God and get to know him, I feel like we could do the same thing. And yeah. it's not – I think a good portion from that, no, hearing y'all's points, can can come from that pain, can come from that shame. But simply just, like, spending time with you, mm-hmm. yeah. I feel like yeah. can also yeah. do that. Without yeah. the Facts. pain. Like, even just – Recognizing, oh, I actually really love the way that, you know, my mom did this, and therefore I'm looking for that, yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like, it can be the same way, but it's not necessarily connected to a pain. No, Fact. Yeah. That's good. For sure. You to do that throughout life. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, To yeah. just keep checking back in with yourself. Who, to your point, if you're constantly growing, your list is constantly changing, right? If exactly. You, if you're constantly yeah. growing, you're exactly. still single. That means yeah. you need different things this year than you did last yeah. year. Yeah. So that's for sure helpful. And you should really just, just go ahead and throw the list away. point, like, a lot of people, I feel like they, because it's, it's culture that makes you want to say, oh, well, you know, I've been through hell and back. And I just grew so much as a woman. I'm stronger than I ever. I think that 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 and that's so funny. You it, got it, out of hell, literally, right? <laughs> you did what Jesus did. It's right. called an idiom. It's, it's, okay, it's, it's literally <laughs> like it's a it, it's. A, it's it's, it's, like, it's like a badge of honor to be a baby it, it, mama. Yeah. No, literally, I, I, right? It's it's women that aspire to post stuff like that on their Instagram story because they think that it's a badge of honor mm. to literally be like the R and B chicks. That's I'm traumatic. About love. I've been heartbroken, <laughs> but I'm still standing out love again. Still but standing. it does not. Right. It's okay, like, Monica. You don't have to go through it, all that. Okay, Monica. You don't have to go through pain, just like you said, just to get to know yourself on a deeper level, to mm. love yourself, to heal yourself. You mm. do not need a traumatic relationship yeah. that you probably self-induced just to prove to mm. yourself that you can grow, that you oh. can heal, that you do have abandonment, that you do need to get past your insecurities, yeah. that you're operating Bang. out of desperation. Bang. Bang. You don't need a, another bad relationship. You don't need another sad love song. Just to figure out that, hey, like, a shift needs to happen here. So I do want to, like, hey. denounce that notion. Come on, now. Yeah. Come on with yeah. the heat. Yes. Indeed, indeed. Hey, I, I ain't mad at it. Hey, I'm, <laughs> I'm, also, I'm also, like... Not not to not to say there shouldn't be standard, but I'm 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 team throw the list away. You know what I'm saying? I'm awesome. Especially I'll when rip. people are you know hey, in the aspect saying they you know rip like, it hey, up. I, I want to be dating. I'm I'm struggling with singleness. I don't like this. Like all right, well maybe you got a long throw list. the list away. Yeah, <laughs> that is hindering your ability to see who might be right in front of you this entire time. Okay, so like I'm your five five king. 
He's out there, ladies. Go go ahead, Alicia. Just how a lot of again, whether you're traditional or not, a Uh lot of women do desire to not pay a significant amount of bills. They do desire to be with a decently financially stable man. This is in this in marriage. You said a lot of women in marriage. A lot of women. A lot of women desire decent. You about to bring out the stats on them? Let her finish, please stop. Hey, yeah, yeah. A man who is financially decently financial stable. Okay. I'm not saying that that's who they date, because obviously we can look at statistics. A lot of women date down, but what I'm okay. saying, or quote unquote, date down. We'll talk about that. That's that's but, funny. That's what I'm trying to but, say. But you know what I'm saying, but hey, a lot of women yeah. desire to be with a financially stable man, just like okay. a lot of men. I think, and you guys tell me what you feel on this. What's real and what's real for you? Mm-hmm. But yeah. a lot of men do desire a woman who is physically attractive. I think so. Yes. I, so, yeah, I think that's most people. Yes. You don't I want to say that's what I'm saying. That's step one. What I'm saying is, but these are the markers in which we typically date by. Okay. We, Not we. It's like that. A lot of people date by. But, so it, it. But but the thing but hold is, on, I think she's trying to get to. You're trying to get to a question, right? Yes. Okay. So keep going. The question is, mm-hmm. does attractiveness have a significant amount of value for you? Because I noticed that. I mean, you you said that yeah. she, she got to look good to me. Yeah, yeah. Like to me, I don't care what she look like to everybody else. Right, right, oh, she right. She look right. good to me. But does it have significant value to you? Because I did hear you guys kind of go through your list, and you guys didn't really comment well, too much on it. Well, to me, it to, I said she bad yeah, though. To, to me, to me, I think attractiveness is kind of like you know an algebra where you just got the X. If it's just one, it's just understood. Like hey, I ain't yeah. gonna put in the time if I don't think you fine. <laughs> so I like, I like that. Bang, yeah. bang, bang, bang. Yeah. So, I, I didn't mean to rhyme. Wait. But, oh, my God. Because we talked about throwing away the list. And that's typically, both of those things are on the top of the list for men and women. That's a standard. That's, how, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, like, that's like, not on my list. I, 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 I was that's like, yo, we all have standards. That's, that's, un, that's under love and Jesus. the standard is <laughs> you gotta be cute to get to the list. Type of like, that was one of the first <laughs> things I asked, I asked my mother. I was like, hey, like, because I, I, I knew some women who I really wasn't like, like I didn't find like immensely oh, beautiful. You know what I'm saying? But I was like, man, like, they got a great heart. And I was talking to my mom, I was like, hey, so like, how would you feel about me like dating somebody that I wasn't like completely like finding like a, a beautiful like that? And she was like, don't you do that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Okay, why not? She's like, she's like, you're setting yourself up for failure. And her. I was like, there has to be a level of attraction, and you are immensely Facts. just like in, infatuated by the beauty of this person. You know what I'm saying? Now, I don't think that I think that is a double standard that I'm fully con- accepting of and fully supportive of. Like a lot of times, you see, uh, you know, pe- what people will call, you know, the average Joe-looking guys having beautiful women based off of their what provisional value. And so, true. yes, true. Just, I, that's called dating down because he's not looking like, you know what I'm saying, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, in these magazines. Interesting. Or even if, hey, um, you find a great man of character, um, a king, as you would call him, in his community, things like that, but he makes less than you, that's dating down. Also, interesting. You know, I'm like, I'm like is, is, the, is, is, is the financial aspect what you consider dating down? And if for a man, but that women look at that the same way, and most women look at for that sure. the same way as men would look at attractiveness. But 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 as I'm trying to say, now, mind you, like I said, and that makes sense. That's why I said that's why I said it's a double standard because we're physical beings, and like women are seeking the aspect of provision, especially traditional women, right? Um, but when you say I, I would just I was instantly talk about <clears throat> a decent amount of money, I'm like, 
decent is for average. If we're talking about average, is mm-hmm. forty fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. You cool with dating somebody with forty? I was. <laughs> You most said most. No. What I, what did I oh, say? Oh, the most? most. Let's take a poll right now. At least desire a man who makes decent income. I who desires decent? Alicia, Alicia at least. what would you, what would you. How you say most what, at least? Hold on, hold on, Mitch. What, what would you quantify as decent? Like the amount. What, what, what would you say is the decent amount of 40, 50. <laughs> is your name I, Alicia? I, say, I know statistically what the average man makes and mm-hmm. specifically what the average black man makes. Right. But. For me, what I would say is decent income is seventy to eighty thousand. That's okay. for me. That's not that is I think, so above average. I think that's I think way, that's way above average. That's closer yeah. to average, yeah. I think, right now mm-hmm. though. No, it's that's not. That's a little. Yeah. No, it's, average average black man in America makes for, 50, 40, for, 50, But you have to think about it like facts. You have to take into know your audience, right? So for me, I would say de- that's decent income for the men that I know for because sure. again, I'm a woman that's in corporate for sure. America and I do business banking so that is decent income for me mm-hmm. you know for at least the people that I have access to yeah. Yeah. so and considering professional men as well that for is sure. decent income because you have software engineers making 150000 280000 mm-hmm. you know a lot of other things so I would say to me that is decent income <laughs> I said no okay. yeah, and, yeah, and, and, yeah. And, and when you I would even say when you hold yourself to a above average standard I don't see an issue of seeking above average results. Yeah, because I was going to say... That's above average. That I would agree with you in, in regard to like the specific amount because I make around that time, or that amount. So it's like, it's... Bang, bang, the, bang. The bang, value comes bang, in that because it's, it's... I know that I'm going to bring that to the table. And I hate uh, saying bringing it to the table, but... So let me, let me ask you, let me ask you this. So no, let's say you... No, you good. You good. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pull that string just yet. Okay. Um, you say you make. So let's say you you find a man, right? Yeah. Y'all vibe. Y'all I'm click. So all that stuff. You should be. It don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. Just be honest. Y'all vibe. Y'all click. You you think he the finest thing walking? Mm-hmm. You know he makes you feel safe. All the things, but he makes fifteen thousand dollars less than you do a year. Where does that place him? Does the does that money piece? automatically knock him out the equation. Okay, question for that. Um, does he plan on growing the income? Less. I'm being, look, look, I'm being. $60,000 earner? He's are you, killing it. Are you, are you cool? Can, can I answer the question? Wait, can I just, I just talk to you? He's above average. I'm talking to, she asked me. She okay. asked me. It's okay. I know. Um, so. I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh yeah, of course I would go. No, so like, so so like this is this is where he is. Mm-hmm. He's a hustler. He he's he's passionate about what he's do, okay. what he's doing, and he like is actively seeking to grow. Right. I'm not saying that. Is he a dreamer or a visionary? Because it's a difference. Facts. Is he a dreamer or a visionary? a visionary? Does he execute? Has he shown a track record well, of building? Okay. Or pe- is okay. He I'm a, just a dreamer. Okay. I, 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 I'll get specific. JoJo, if you don't mind, tell me, what do you do for a living, if you don't mind? Consulting firm, graphic design. Okay, let's say this man is a teacher, and he is top-notch teacher of the year, you know what I'm saying? You know, and he is on track to move up all these kinds of things. But, you know, a good teacher salary in Texas is right around 55, mm-hmm. 55, maybe 57. I'm not saying that he desires to just stay a teacher, mm-hmm. but, like, he is doing well where he's at in his field. Con- considering where he's at, he's doing well. Yeah. Um, and he has a desire to move up, yes. Don't know when, 
don't know how, but he's like, I don't want to just stay a teacher. I want to principal, whatever. You know what I'm saying? He ha- he has he has a growth mindset. I would I would pick the ambition above the the specific amount. So yes, I would definitely. Okay. What's wrong with staying and trying to be a teacher? You're talking about somebody who legit is, okay. is investing no, in a community, doing an important She didn't job. say she didn't say there was anything no, 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 wrong no. with it. But she, she like it's it's the aspect of like the ambition like. Oh yeah, this is good. You're above average, but more. So like, I like, like why is the average man not enough? Wait, wait, wait. Let her explain. Let her explain. Let her explain. Let her explain. Let her her explain. Let her explain. Let her explain. Let her explain. Let her explain. Us to expect that value in a man, no? Right. No, no. So, so yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. So, like so what I said was, when you put yourself in in an above average, uh, like uh, when, when you when you when you conduct yourself in an above average way, I don't see an issue with seeking above average results. Okay. You know right. what I'm saying I don't see issue seeking above average results, and you're not putting yourself in position. You do whatever you desire. Everything's okay. permissible, not even beneficial. So like, but 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 to. Go ahead, go ahead. So I think that money <laughs> and attractiveness, right, to Alicia's point, almost work like PEMDAS. They cancel each other out. So if all of y'all did, none of y'all said you just want a woman, you kind of said okay. who's beautiful to you. Y'all didn't just say yeah. you want a woman who's attractive, who's reasonably beautiful, right. right? Y'all want somebody that's bad, right? In the same breath, there yeah. are women who don't just want a man who's an average earner. They want a man who can provide a lifestyle. This brings me to my point about I think we always talk about dating in terms of levels, right? Average, above average below average and I think that that's asinine because I it think is that the, the regular person yeah falls in an average bucket right most people between 25 and 35 years old are making less than a hundred thousand dollars even if they're at the 70 80 right yeah. that's the very earliest parts of your career yeah. I think we need to date in terms of buckets because the problem is we date people who don't Spit want the, the same things as us if there is yeah. a woman who desires a specific lifestyle she's not dating for heart and ambition and community Absolutely. like you say right but if this man is a teacher <laughs> and he's an advocate in his community and he says this is what I believe right he yeah. needs to in his mind say what type of women suit that lifestyle because absolutely every, and it's yeah. not a bucket based off of earnings because in any field you can work your way up I know Facts. a friend who was a teacher quit his teaching business and started his own mobile school that he now runs by himself right That's so right. you go from That's right really good the name, you. His name is Caleb shout out to Flirting right and he literally started a mobile school because he got laid off from the school system from not teaching how he wanted to right but in the same breath he probably would have zero to nothing in common with a woman who a hundred percent desires luxurious lifestyles and trips on the Italian Rivera and dinners at Fleming's, right? Like, I think we all try to date in terms of above average, average, and it's for our ego. No, right? no, you need no. to figure out who's a good fit for you. I'm all like I said, like I said, it's if that's good. Like I said, if you're seeking out that, there's no issue with no, that. there's nothing. Yeah. There no. is just but the but the problem but is the way my my, my 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 question I always I, I just have to ask is are you willing to compete? So I think like, that, like I think if, if if you're seeking the above average man, are you willing to compete? But, so I think because it, it's is, gonna you're gonna need to be competitive because that is a choice man, right, as you I would say. But I think what I'm saying is that all women aren't aren't looking for an above average man, right? And the reason I say this is because yeah, if you're gonna say you want to date within the top one percent, the type of men that you're uh, talking about that make six figures, that are software engineers making two hundred and eighty k at twenty seven, that's a top one percent. That's not your yeah. average man. Wait, but wait, wait, what, 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 what I'm saying is like in America the average is 40 50 right, and right. so when you go for 70 80 70 above right. that is well above average right. and this is a smaller percentage of the black community right. and so you're seeking above average results cool 
right. takes a certain type of tenacity to re- achieve the above average results. Right, but in the same way, right, it's the same way that $50,000 is the equivalent, right? So if the average American is making forty to $50,000, right, the average black woman weighs somewhere between 160 and 165, right? The average black average? woman in 2020, yeah, because of the money. $160,000? No, wait, wait, wait. wait. I'm talking about weight. Ways. Oh, I was like, no. And the, the, reason, the reason that I'm using weight is because as a man, if you say, well, I want an Instagram model who weighs 120 and who has perfect, perfectly proportioned measurements and a body that she paid for, in the same breath, you have to be willing to compete. So that's how you end up being a type of Absolutely. man that's throwing money out the window. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, look, look, and, that's, and like, like I said, that would also equip, e- yeah, e- e- but like, Equivalent of an above average yeah. man, above average woman. Like I so said, let the people that want to play for sure. Play what I'm, for okay, sure. So here, here's something I want to interject. So I get it, and I, I come across. Well, I'll say there, there are men that believe that are as passionate about this as you are out there. And I think to me, passionate it's just about so what? Passionate about this topic. What's wrong with average? And you're shoving that down people's throat. But I think to nah. me, it's asinine. Wait, wait. I, I think that it's asinine because. For some reason, it's like literally women, specifically black women, are always trying to be humble to go for average. That's not everyone's story. It's okay if some of y'all black women want average. That's cool. I don't, you know, and that's okay. And no one should try to humble me into saying, well, are you ready to compete? Are you ready to put it into work? Mm. Are you ready to get fine? Are you ready to make sure that you in the gym? Like, Fair to point. me, it, it's cool. just What's the result saying? What's the stat saying? trying it sounds so good. hard to get me to, to believe the way sounds that you believe good. that average should be okay? Mm. Like, that's the Average problem. is okay. Uh, and, and it's okay to some yes. people. And if it's not okay to some people, then it's not. I'm okay, sorry. we're talking about general uh, okay. population. Right. Because, okay. because, because, because when we talk, because, like I said, we, I, I, I've, I've talked about this before, and I literally just went around and just polled a bunch of random women. And I asked them what the average penis size was. Majority of the women talk about seven plus inches and stuff like that, not knowing that the average is five. And so when you see the response of five, you start seeing their faces twist up, something that they can't even change about themselves. And so when they're being told they're incompetent based off of something they can't even control, average is not enough. And typically what I find is what is average is unacceptable to the average woman. So, yes, I am passionate about that because there's men out there that are not being told they're incompetent if, based on things that they, they possibly can change and also things that they can't change. So but that's penis. You can't change your penis size. Absolutely. Sorry, but your yeah, ambition, my, yes. you being able to go out and make $80,000, $100,000 and create the life that God has given us all in different ways. He's given us all different skills that we can utilize to become a better version of ourselves and to optimize. So if you haven't cultivated what he's given you or if you haven't come or you haven't dedicated yourself to where you can cultivate it in a way that is monetarily beneficial at least to an an average standpoint then i mean at the same time you do have control over what it is that you achieve does that go for absolutely i'm not not disagreeing with that to say that everyone is a six-figure earner but what i'm saying is you're just you're shoving down well why is average not enough because it's not some people. I mean, and yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's for enough. sure. And that's, that's okay. And don't try to humble me or anybody else into saying, "Well, you should step average, except five inches, and you step that." I'm sorry. You accept that dude is making thirty thousand dollars. He's a good man, and he's passionate, uh, and he will there? love you. How do we get there? You know, like at the same time, that's just. That may not be what she desires, and I think that's and I think that's okay. Yeah, I, I think I think I think we we can all agree that like you got to go after what you want, Caleb. You were about to say something. No, I was just gonna say how much of Jesus is factored in that when you got a good man. <laughs> 
You know what I'm saying? Because here's my thing. Here's what I don't want to happen. You to find a seven, seven, uh, I don't know, a six-figure dude, you know what I'm saying, that's going to Tarshish when he's supposed to be going to Nineveh. You know what I'm saying? That's, and then it's just that's like, a, that's cold. That's cold. So I'm just saying, and I'm not saying you can't. It worked both ways. It worked both ways. I'm not saying you can't have it both. Hello, break, break, break down the Tarsus and Nineveh just to We good. We, we, oh. <laughs> For the ears that can hear. And don't get it twisted. Because even for me, because like, I'll good. be straight up. I'm a youth pastor in Garland. <laughs> <laughs> what we making? <laughs> you know enough. what I'm saying? And You're not so, enough. You're not enough. But Let you, him finish, Mitchell. <laughs> but even with that, it's just like, because my desire is to yeah. ha- allow my wife to have options Absolutely. of what she wants to do. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But because of what the Lord has me, right. he's not allowing me to do that. You know what I'm saying? And that's why yeah. I'm asking, like, hey, like, how much did Jesus get factored in the what you're wanting and what the Lord is doing in this man? That's would, a question. I, I would love to hear. My question is to flip it the other way because at okay. the end of the day, like, you can't weigh out what does Jesus say about it? Because I think men have to ask themselves, why do they so badly want a woman who does not want the same things or who wants something that they can't Ooh, offer, right? Okay. I think men have to Ooh. say, what is it about this type of woman mm-hmm. that yeah. makes me want her despite her telling me she's not interested? I think where Jesus mm-hmm. should Facts. come in okay. is where he says to... When Paul says you have to, if you go to a town and they don't receive you, you kick the dust off your feet yeah. and you keep it rolling. Keep for rolling. sure, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great yeah. Improve the yeah. dating game by in, by reinforcing accountability. It mm-hmm. starts at the head. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. if these are the type of women who make you feel small because of what you earn, at the end of the yeah. day, we're in an arena right where people. Inflation has gas at four dollars a gallon, right? So most don't people ask me to drive most nowhere. People, most people need Where my a bike at? financially. Most people cannot buy Facts. a home by yeah. themselves. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So for sure. while what she is saying is true, but that is for her and her genre. But I think men have to say, what is it about a woman like this or a woman that wants something that I don't offer that makes me vehemently pursue her mm-hmm. rather than paying attention to or pursuing the women who want what I have to offer? And I think women do the same things, right? But I think. Yeah. I I think it's something internal that makes you want something that's telling you it doesn't want you. So, Caleb, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can I answer so, Kay- this yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, I, I, I just want to. So, Caleb, you're asking where does Jesus factor into I, these decisions? Because even with right? dating, it's a choice, but the sovereignty of God is always involved. So we can't okay. sit, act, okay. we can't come around and act like, yeah. oh, it's just what we want, and we're just gonna make it happen. Yeah, it's like, nah, like. We don't do that for nothing else. We don't do that for when we go to another state for a job that we want. We literally fast, pray, God, what you want. We can't do that with relationships. Yeah. So it's just like there's this togetherness with our choice and God's yeah. sovereignty. So and I'm just go ahead. Yeah. And I do believe that the place that God has you in your life and the purpose that he's ordained for you, there is a woman he's designed to fit that purpose <laughs> that is going to be in alignment. You guys' purposes are going to align. Okay. You can become that. Okay. You may not be that in the entrance. All the way, Larry. It it doesn't mean that I don't want what you have to offer. But Mm -hmm. as for me, since we're getting specific, it is the lifestyle that I have for myself, or the things that I envision for myself, or want for myself. That vision has came from God. Literally a year ago, a a lot of these things I already believe, but Mm -hmm. the different places that God has me Mm -hmm. in, and what He's made, uh, the purposes that He has for me, that has shifted, and that for me requires a certain lifestyle. That God has given me the means to obtain, um, but also that's the place in the arenas that God has placed me in. So I know that there is a man out there that is going to be in alignment 
with the type of purpose and the arenas that God is placing me in. So that's not to say that you're not enough. For what sure. What he's just saying is just, it's not in alignment with what it is that I need in order to make sure that I'm found in purpose. So, well, so let me say, is that a is need or a want? You said you said in, in what you need to like is that is that a need or a want? Is it's that, a need because okay. at the same time, if God has designed me a certain purpose and so, God has spelled that out for me mm-hmm. and has called me to do certain things, that's a need. Yeah. Areas, Absolutely, and that's what it is. Absolutely. Now, don't get me wrong. At the same time, it is a need to make sure that I'm fulfilling that purpose as well. Absolutely. And that I, I stay in the place and in the spaces that God wants me. Absolutely. To. So, and which, which 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 in response? Because, um, like like for me, I actually. Am ideally anti fifty fifty. Like uh, I would uh, in the ideal situation, I don't want my wife working. Um, when I look at how much daycare costs, when I look at how much it it costs to actually have someone else take care of your child, I'm like, this is a minimum wage job annually. So why would I have my wife toiling in a minimum wage setting when she could be actually taking care of the kids at the crib? aspect of a traditional wife i don't want my wife to have to work if she wants to work if she wants to side hustle you know what i'm saying the way that proverbs 31 describes somebody absolutely that is the ideal situation for me like so so i'm i'm i'm, I'm catching everything you're giving and like i said i'm not saying that it's wrong seeking above average people i'm not saying like like you can seek out whatever you want but when i hear the speech and then look at the statistics and see that there is a influx of single black women i'm like it could be because of the expectations and desires that are going out it's like okay or or the stats would say something different the stats would say something different if yo we are choice we the ones everybody want okay cool then how come it's not getting to the end goal and the end result when we talk about statistics as well the particular group that is unmarried uh at the highest rate is black men but, and the problem is, well, I'm not going to say it's a problem, but black women refuse to marry outside of their race. Mm-hmm. Bl- white, I'm sorry, it's white men that marry out at the highest rate. It's secondly, it's Asian women. And they typically, they're amongst the highest rate of marriages, but they're also amongst the highest rate of, out of, of interracial marriages. But black women refuse to date outside of their race. They refuse to marry outside of their race. Consequently, we're amongst the most unmarried because we're waiting on a black man to do it. Because again, he's going to propose. Some women propose to their men. <laughs> okay, some of y'all. Nah. Get your ass up. However, it's all you waiting on black. Sorry, forgive me. Aren't you a aren't you a youth pastor? I quit. I quit when I said that. You quit the calling just now. You quit the calling. And here's here's what I'm saying. At the same time, I hate when I hear that notion. It's like, well, if y'all wanted, if everybody wanted to be like y'all, and if everybody's getting y'all lips or y'all bodies like y'all, or if y'all just so break the wall, that's not this circle. But we also, but we also have to. We also have to acknowledge that fact as well, is that a lot of times we are looking to only date black men. That's, look, look, and, and that's cool. That's fine. But, like, even those notions, that's not something I even, like, even, even said. I'm just saying, if you have expectations, if you have these desires, if you have these needs, if you have these wants, the more you add to the list, the harder it'll be to find a partner. And I believe that because these lists are so <clears throat> exaggerated and these expectations are unwavering, 
it's like, okay, cool. Have your unwavering perspectives and unwavering things you're not willing to budge on. But it's going to be harder to find somebody in the dating market. That's just the reality. With everything you add, you're decreasing who is available to date. And so I think that because, yes, we can say that if, if it's all the men that are not, are, are even more that are un, unmarried, I don't think that's a statistic that shows that, yo, okay, well, that means y'all be waiting on y'all to choose us. It's like, okay, well, if, if we also understand that, yo, most men are out there just trying to shoot, 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 shoot. It's like, yo, could it be that we're also waiting on somebody to uh, exemplify what it means to be that wife? You know what I'm saying? Like that that that's that could be an equal response. You know what I'm saying? I don't I, I don't I don't know how to quantify either of those, but what I do see is that for the amount of people I'm hearing struggle with singleness, when I go to all these conferences, it's mostly Christian black women showing up. When I go to all these events, it's mostly Christian black women showing up. And I'm like, yeah, maybe that you're going to the wrong places to get the expectations you're wanting. Now, you're saying you're putting yourself out in a field of where you expect to. That makes sense. But what the issue is, it is people that are seeking the results of what you're and what you're experiencing, what you're seeing and what you're seeking after and not even in a position to even get there. Not even they don't even know uh, a six figure earth. They don't even know these people that they're desiring. Say, no, but I want to live this lifestyle. I was like, OK, cool. You're, 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 you're seeking the lifestyle more than you're seeking a legacy. You know what I'm saying? Like like if, if marriage is man. Woman, first commandment, be fruitful and multiply. That means legacy was an intention of marriage. Whose and legacy? The legacy of the Lord. Make more image bearers. Okay, gotcha. Keep going. That's the purpose of marriage, to Dang, make more image bearers. My bad. You feel me? Won't ask no more questions. <laughs> that's, that's a great question. You feel me? I'm, I'm a, my bad, y'all. Somebody got some water or some tea. <laughs> some drink, man. But okay. I, I will Did acknowledge, and I, I will say that I, I, can't drink. I think that you have to prepare what it is that you're praying you for. You have to prepare left. for it. So at the same, and you have to pray about it. God, is this just my desire? Is this truly what you have ordained for me? Is this a purpose that you have for me? Because, again, every woman can't be a, a, a wife to a six-figure earner. Every woman uh-huh. can't be a wife to six, five, fine, built, you know, like that. That's just, <laughs> it, it's, it's unrealistic. Yeah. But at the same time, I, I do encourage that, again, tear up the list. Um, I am one to encourage, not saying that I, I'm pro swirling, but I, I would say go where you are loved. Pro swirling. I would say go ah. where you are loved and where pro you swirling. can fulfill the God given purpose. You know, your God could, could your God given so, purpose be outside of the race of the black man? Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, so you, 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 you down with that outside the race? No, I've dated outside my race. Okay, that's sure. what's up. I have not. It's not common. You know, but yeah. I definitely okay. do. So from what that's I've heard, up. you're no longer pro-black. So I'm just letting you know. That what? Uh-huh. I've heard that. He's I'm, just, I'm just being petty. He's being childish. I'm just being petty. He's being childish. No, no, no. Hey, I, no, no, no. I don't believe that. You're it was just. I'm being real petty. No, I don't believe that whatsoever. I'm just being hella petty right now. I would say, and of course, I mean, obviously, me and Wynn have a podcast encouraging black women to, you know, elevate into the but at the same time, I think that I'm just pro-black women um, becoming the best version of themselves yeah. and truly seeing their worth and having the self-esteem, having the self-value, having the self-worth. Um, um, but also at the same time, like utilizing all the tools and skills that they're given to become facts so that they yeah. could so they could essentially fulfill their God-given purpose. And I think that that does not have to be married to a black man. I, I no, that's good. No, 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 that's good. World. 
it would be a black man. It, re- it really would be. I Ideal. Would see little, yeah. You know, little flavors of for brown sure. yeah. around. Yeah, for sure. But Indeed. at the same time, I, I think that we just have to be more open. Yeah. And that's not even just to say that I for black women um, to receive the love that they desire and that they deserve, but also to fulfill God's given purpose. He doesn't just need black people over here, white people over here, yeah. Hispanics over Facts. there. Yeah. He needs some of us to, you know, intermingle. That's um, good. You know, and so, and, and so I only thing, because I know you want to get to the smoke session, I, only thing I'll, I'll say is, you know, I think you mentioned, you know, fulfilling God-given purpose, and I, I'm not trying to put this on you, but I think sometimes it, it'll it, it's dangerous to go to God seeking purpose with expectation in mind. Um, in other words, God, this is the lifestyle I want. Show me your purpose. He pulled he pulled Moses out the palace. You know what I'm saying? He had Joseph in the jail for like 13 years, bro. So I think sometimes we actually overestimate where we should be on this earth to serve God. And okay, I'm because I'm not really on your side either. Um, but I think I think I think yeah, no, no, facts. I, I think sometimes we have to really assess how highly we actually place ourselves in our mind to what the to what God is trying to do. God don't need you making $100,000 to be used. You know what I'm saying? God don't need your husband or your wife to look like something for you to be useful. So if you go to God with a valuation on what you've already deemed your purpose to be, what are you really telling the Lord? You talked about openness. I think equally, just like as a man, my desire, and I think the 50-50 thing is a little asinine to even have the conversation Different, different topic. But I think my purpose as that's a, what today's topic is, though. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, I think so. Get my, to it. My purpose as a man and as a husband specifically is to bare minimum. Right. I gotta provide a space for you and my kids to be safe, happy, healthy, all these things. If I can't do that, I'm now hindering you from where the Lord has called you to be. Because your purpose far exceeds our union. You know what I'm saying? Like, your purpose on this earth is far greater than just raising my kids or our kids or mm-hmm. keeping my home clean, things like that. Which, by the way, man, like, if, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's a very, yeah, anyways. But, like, it's, it's, that, that purpose as a, as a husband, you know what I'm saying, is to put you in the best place possible to be the most useful and available for the Lord to put you where he has designed you to be. In other words, I am more steward than I am a leader. I am more, uh, 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 I I am more nurturer actually as a husband than I am do this, do that. You know what I'm saying? If, for example, like we were talking about this the other day, like if, if my wife, you know what I'm saying, is at work and she's like, yo, like, I can get this promotion and I can get X, Y, Z. I just got to grind for like the next eight, nine months. Bet. Don't worry about the kids. Don't worry about the home. I got it. You do what you got to do. Equally, if my wife comes to me and say, yeah, I won't work no more. All right. Give me like three, four months. We're going to figure it out and you can be at home. It's not about what I want. It's about how can I place you in the best position to be the most fruitful. And I, and I would even say in, 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 in submission to the calling of life, the purpose of your life, and the call that God has given you. So, like, like we, like just last night we were talking about this. Yeah. Um, the discipleship program I'm about to enter into uh, it has a couple things on it. Before I like, I have to sign this contract on the contract. You know what I'm saying? Like, no smashing, no watching porn, no smoking, no drinking, things like that. Right? 
And one of them, like one of the most important things, the first one. I thought you were. I wasn't. Wait, I wanted to. We were gonna be petty. Warning! 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 What Nothing. Keep going. You got it, brother. It's you. We, we good. We good. Yeah. Can we can we continue the podcast? Copacetic, brother. Okay. So yeah. with that being said, it's it's first. Hey, do you trust the person you're submitting under? And then an important clause in there, and it has Ooh. two signatures on the bottom, right? It is. Uh, say that. Say that one more time. Do you? Do you what? Uh, I, not the specific name, but it's my. It's the past. No, no, no. Past, you said, do you trust the person you're submitting under? Absolutely. Yeah. Is so, like, trust so, of the person necessary to submit? Well, it's, it's, it's trust that God put that person in your life for this. Season. Okay, so really just trust, sure. trusting God. Yeah, trusting God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. gotcha. yeah, yeah, yeah. indeed, yeah. indeed. And, 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 and the, the clause at the bottom is, is um, this discipleship program takes priority over your wife, over your kids. You know what I'm saying? And the reason I believe that is important is because if you weren't operating as a godly man in the first place, then you need discipleship in order to be a better husband, in order to be a better father. And in every other aspect, we don't have a problem with this. When somebody is somebody, somebody that has a military parents, if you have military parents, your, your, your parents go out and do a tour, they could be gone for a year. They have put the military over the family. They put the military over the marriage. They put the, but it is for a purpose. In fact, this is literally what Uriah did. In trust for the king and understanding the king was submitted to uh, the, 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 the most high guy, Yahweh, right? Um, Uriah trusted David and said, oh, you want me to go to war? Bet. Let me leave my wife behind. Wife saying, yo, come lay with me. He's like, nah, I got to do the work first. And so he puts his own life on the line up until death to a detriment because it was yeah, David himself. Yeah, he Selfen. got rocked. He got hold. He got rocked. He, warning. Warning. He got hold. He got but, rocked. But, but, but yeah. with that, there are there are seasons where, yo, three months, go and work. You good? Oh, what? It was, they, keep going. <laughs> there are seasons where, you feel me? Where, where, where you may be called to, you know, uh, uh, um, put what you typically prioritize on yeah. the back burner so you can be a better you, so you can fulfill your purpose, so you can yeah. walk in your yeah. calling. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, we, we didn't talk about a lot. Anybody want to say anything no, we ain't even. We, 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 ain't even, we haven't even touched fifty fifty. Oh, we, yeah. we so we ain't touched. We well, part two. Part two. Yeah. Okay, but we'll yeah. So two. you know what I'm saying. Y'all, y'all hear the song. <laughs> y'all know what time it is. <laughs> only us. I just feel like we got to figure this out because only us three hear the song. Oh, facts. They ain't want headphones. She said she loved the curls. Yeah, but even them. <laughs> even yeah, in general. He don't care. He really does. He does not selfish. care. He does not care. I'm joking. Yeah. You're not selfish. selfish. So with that being said, you know what I'm First of all, shout out to the live studio audience. Make some noise. Y'all sound lively. Y'all sound alive. I do feel like as we continue... Your question, like your little fifty-fifty response, is gonna inevitably get 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 responded to. I got like three so, different ways I could go because so I was going. Anybody go to- who wants smoke, you got questions, concerns, Waverly. comments. Oh, Philip got his uh, bottle. Please come up, you know. Philip, but Jervin. understand, understand <laughs> that if you want smoke, we do keep a gas mask. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. uh, anybody who would like to join. You know what I'm saying? The seat is open. Well, they got to go. They got, we're about oh. to go so over there. Is, All right, so here we go, Philip. This? this is where the audience. So they make comments, they ask, ask us questions, questions, comments, yeah. concerns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get that smoke. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. They can get that smoke. Philip. What's up, Phil? Okay. All right, you kind of. 
You can come in a little bit. Is, you, you, is you picked up? Say something to me. Yeah, so can I, like, just make statements or just ask questions? You can make statements. You can do, you, you can, can say whatever you comments, want to. Comments, concerns, questions, or that smoke. Say it, say it one more time. Uh, matter of fact, let me, let me turn the mic up. Say it one more time. My name is Philip. Hi, Philip. The mic right there. Oh. Hey. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just have a couple of questions, man. Okay. Also, I do want to promote something, so bear with me. Indeed. <laughs> pr- pr- promote, your, promote your business, Black Man. Okay. Nah, but uh, first question, though, I got to ask because all my numbers got. So you said 60,000 is killing me. I need a, like more detail about that. I know you're a couple Yeah, absolutely. So, so in, killing it in an aspect above average. Next okay. question. So anything above average is killing you? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like 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 like, like sixty two thousand is killing not, it. If that's not valuable 65? to you, then no. No, no, no. Yeah. I know, but I mean, it's, just it's like, like it's, it's 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 hey, I did a race with the world, and I came before a lot of the world. I I I put I placed. I'm like yo, I killed it, yo. You see how many people I left behind? Like that's what I'm trying to say. So like like yo, I exceeded beyond the average. Now, killing it may not have been the best act, like the thing, like to, but but probably in a, wasn't in a, in, a, in a general way to speak. When you're doing better than what the average person is doing, you look like, oh, snap, I'm, I'm doing good for myself. Right. In fact, I'm doing great for myself in compared to others. Okay. Now, I, I do think comparison can be dangerous, which is why I also believe that the, to, to, to look at what is average as incompetent or as unacceptable, I think there, there, there is some, I, f- I feel deeper things there that, that you know what I'm saying? I ain't, no, I ain't no counselor, you know what I'm saying? But I do yeah. think like, conversation you can have. Next question. I mean, it's like, you know, the bell curve. Is that what the, 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 the dog responding and salivating? No. No, no this is a shape on a graph. What was that? That was Pavlov's dog with the bell? Something like that. Ooh, I don't know. It's just like the majority cluster. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's a graph, and it makes the shape of a bell. Oh, he got, he got smoke with you, too. Yeah. So, so, so you were talking about how does Jesus factor in. So are you saying that there's divine appointment? That the last part, and then again, the Lord gives you direction to go places. You know what I'm saying? He gives you direction with people. So it's just like, what direction are you getting from God to deny or even uh, go forward with this relationship, this person? Okay. And yeah. it's not like you're not saying free will as much as like. You said what? <laughs> you're not saying free will as much as intentions. Say that one more time, brother. Not like, saying free will. About, like, are you talking about is it a free will choice? Or is it more like, what are your intentions in seeing this person or dating this person? That's what I'm trying to like draw the line behind. I think it's both. Like it's both. It's, it's, it's regardless, both. Regardless, you're going to run into that person or you're not. Yeah, no, nah, it's it's both, bro. It's it's, it's free. you have free will. There's intentionality that's in there as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't yeah, believe there's, there's the one out there. Yeah, no, 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 no. I feel nah, like nah, whoever nah. you chose nah. is the one. Just facts. When you say I do. That's, that's, the the one, that's, that's the one, That's the one. That's the one, my nigga. Because the last thing you be thinking about is, man, what if I could have got another one? <laughs> You're going to be spinning your wheels all your life. Indeed. You got another question? I got more of a statement. So, like, I, I'm very sober-minded on this topic, as y'all know. That's yes. a fair. You're, you're, you're biased. I mean, you're, 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 you're impartial. Yeah. So you really can say is. that yeah, you're yeah, yeah, yeah. sarcasm. One thing that takes me out a little bit is, like, I feel like we don't always consider how we were raised when we think about marriage. Yep. I feel like that has a that's good. fact that we don't always yeah, and you kind of have to check that at the door, you know. Uh-huh. Like I'll, I'll just take my mom to breakfast, and she'll start talking about like, man, I could have taken five other guys like your dad, and I would have been really, dead, you know. And it's just like we're all human, right? Like we all have yeah. these tendencies, but at some point, it's like, to your point, if you date someone within the will of the Lord, 
Even when you diverge, you should converge again if y'all are both following the will of the Lord. That's good. So that's good. It's almost like it's nice to be specific and like get your what you want, but at the same time, for sure, like, yeah. How, how much should we scrutinize that process? You know, that's a good question. Then on the other side of it, it's like, okay, I'm spending the rest of my life with this person, so you know, how much, how much should I consider like what I need or what I what I'm weak at and how someone can compliment me? You know what I mean? I think like. Some of those things are hard to really get into when you have a, a list or whatever. Yeah. Type, yeah. Because you know, it's almost kind of like you're coming into it with a bias. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Okay. But another thing, too, is just like, because my parents have been together so long, it's just like, man, like, I feel like if they reassessed each other today, they wouldn't marry each other. It's interesting. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. It's interesting. So it's like, it's like, man, it's just so much ah. that goes into it. But, yeah. you know, it's a, it's a pretty big it's interesting you said that because my parents, well, they were together for 25, married for 23, and got divorced. And it's simply because the point at which they met each other, they thought that this was the will of God at that time in their lives. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, they're 18, so what do they really know? But, um, you know, mm-hmm. so again, when they really grew into who they were, as the older that they got, the closer that they started approaching 30, that's when the, the ends start coming to loose because then they realize, okay, who am I? What is my purpose? And both of them decided to start following that purpose or not following that purpose. So, yeah. again, I do believe that it is divine appointment in accordance to what your purpose is and what place or what spaces that God has brought you to at your life at that particular time where you feel yeah. like you know yourself and you're ready. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's the danger of placing marriage as a uh, I think the the union of marriage is God's will for man. Like, hey, he desires that. But to say, yo, God brought us together. Like, I, th- I think that, I'm, I'm not saying it's not impossible, but to say that, I, I just really believe man makes decisions. Women make decisions. And in those decisions, you live with your decisions. Because what will happen is you'll start to blame God when it doesn't work out. Not knowing it was like, yo, this was your decision. You probably got with somebody who it was untimely, or maybe you shouldn't have married in the first place. Yeah. But you also stood before man, God, and family and said, yeah, I'm going to, for sickness and health, for better mm-hmm. or worse, all these things. You, put, you, you said My all these man, things I'm and then put the stamp of the most high God, who was a witness in attendance, and said, yes, you approve this, we approve this, it's sealed. And then yeah. it got to the point of something that he hates. And then when you make it something he hates, are you now saying, oh, yeah, so this wasn't really the will of God? Or was it not you who were, fo- who were actually not following the will of God in the first but can place? We say, right, but can we say that, though? Can we just say that a lot of times when we find ourselves making these decisions that we really didn't consult God in exactly. the first place? Because exactly. to your point, don't get me wrong, like what you were talking about earlier, where God has appointed you to, you know for sure, you know the voice of God. You have clear direction on where it is you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be there. You know that, period. Uh-huh. But at the same time, in that same breath, I know for a fact, I know the voice of God. I know God has me exactly where he wants me to be. Right. So it's like at the same time, it's it's like, you know, I, I think, but for some people, they can say, oh, well, yeah, I know what my purpose is. You know, God, he'd be talking to me or whatever, you know. Well, and I think that. I'm sure I heard him. But I I'm think, sure I, you know, I think that a lot of people, you know, to your point, they, they don't necessarily hear from God. You haven't received confirmation that this is your purpose or this is where you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And so then we make decisions because, again, it's his permissible will also. 
But yeah. if we, if everyone really started talking to God, really consulting God Your every theologian. step of the way, and I have, I mean, again, I'm not saying that I'm perfect. I, there's a lot more things I can talk to God about that I don't. Yeah. He's working on. And I, and I also think like a lot of this factors into like our our ability to. Um, Honor choices and commitments that we've made. Uh-huh. I yeah. think choices, I commitments, think, and covenants and contracts. Yeah, I think I think love is a choice. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> I think love is a choice. Um, oh, and, so, and so, and so, because it's what I believe. Sorry for Indeed. believing things. Um, <laughs> but I think you know, like sometimes, like you can you can marry, and you can go through life, and who you marry at whatever age, let's say you get married twenty five. That's not going to be the same person at 28. And so that's where the choice to stay committed comes in. And so I think a lot of times we place expectation void of continuing in the choice that we made and continuing in the covenant and commitment that we made. We say, hey, I expect you to be X, Y, Z, and we don't leave room for that person to also grow, you know what I'm saying, to also mature, to also shift and move with the Lord as he so speaks to them. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, you get married at 18, you're right. You don't know nothing. But I don't need to know everything to be committed. That's true with your relationship with people, and that's true with your relationship with the Lord. The Lord tells us very, very little in in the grand scheme of things. You know what I'm saying? But that doesn't mean that we now are committed based on what the Lord gives me. My faithfulness and my commitment and my choice to stay you know, committed to my relationship with the Lord is just, hey, like, I got faith that he's going to do what's best for me. In that same way, I think sometimes we lose sight of the, like, the power in love is the choosing, not necessarily the feeling. Um, but we have Liz. I'm about to say, yeah. um, I, what I, up? Okay. Well, I had a few questions, but I think what I wanted to do. Okay, Neil. Yeah, give give us give us all the questions. Oh, you, you got a whole list. <laughs> yeah, so oh, you list the way. So, but um, I kind of wanted y'all to elaborate oh. on the fifty-fifty. Yeah, I'm going to the fifty-fifty. Oh, I told you okay. <laughs> I told you because I, I felt for me one of the things I want as a for a husband, I want him to have. I want him to give me security. So if I okay. have to worry about where I'm gonna live or what I'm gonna eat, right? Then I'm not. I'm right. Not be, yeah. right. 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 For sure. For sure. For sure. So, but I mean, like, I just want you to elaborate first. So can I? Uh, so can you give me clarity on what you define as 50-50? 50-50, When I hear fifty-fifty, everything is splitting. Okay. Meaning like half on the mortgage and rent. Uh huh. So financial, financial, financial. Okay. I, I would, I would so, even call sixty forty like the same mm-hmm. principle as like the fifty fifty. Sure. Just the sure. Of, but I want to be in a position where because I love what I do. Yeah. I'm a lead pharmacy tech, but I love what I do. But I uh-huh. want to be in a position where I choose to work. I don't okay. want to be in a position where I have to work. Okay. To keep food on the table. Yeah, and I think the moment you have to cho- like the moment you feel like you have to go to a job is the moment you're sacrificing your purpose, like. I think we've all been at jobs where it's like, I hate it, but I got to go. Like, I, I feel like we've all probably been there. And at that moment, you're realizing, for whatever reason, I'm not in the position to be doing what it is that I feel like I'm called and that I love to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when I hear 50-50, the, the first thing I go back to is we are one. Yeah. What I got, you got. 
this is not then my house. This is now our house. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And in my effort to lead this house, I lead the charge to make sure things are stable. Spiritually, emotionally, financially, physically. You know what I'm saying? Like, so when I hear this term of 50-50, I don't want to pay no bills. Baby, if I'm paying it, you paying it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I think, when, and that's what I mean when I say it's asinine, because I think it's just another way for us mentally to split what is to be done. And so, like, even in that, I think life dictates who does what sometimes. For example, mm. I ain't about to look at my wife if she's pregnant and be like, yeah, no, nah, like, you got to go to work. You got to get nah, up, babe. Like, yeah, like nah. at, at, at some point in your pregnancy, you're going to nah. sit down whether you want to or not. You know what I'm saying? In that same way, I'm not going to then be like, all right, you popped the baby out a week ago. Time to go back to the job. Nah, like, yeah. <laughs> do what needs to be done for the house. You know what I'm saying? But at that same time, I think it is even divine to see a woman who says, my house is being taken care of, not just because of what I'm doing, but because of what my husband is doing. Where is Where also is the Lord leading me and equipping me to be not just a tool and um, benefit for my household, but for the body overall? Okay, and so, what about bank accounts? Huh? Bank accounts. Again, what is mine is yours. I, you know, like, I think. I th- having one bank account, I think, still having a separate, separate? I, 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 I feel like that's just a conversation that yeah, the spouses that's a conversation, have to have. Bro, you know like, what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I've, 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 heard, I've heard it every way. Like, I, 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 I was about to say, yeah. yeah I, I know people who, 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 spend, who spend out the same account. I know people who. Who have like this is my personal account? This is the account the bills get paid out of. You know, we get X amount. You yeah. know, whatever. I think you make the financial decisions that are best for you in and your household. Yeah. But I think the concept of my money, your money, fifty fifty, is detrimental. Yeah. And this is because like if we are one, how can I be moving in the same accord? You might say it's small, but it's not small to me. How can we say that we are moving in oneness if then now I'm saying like the household task or whatever the marital task roles yeah. are now split. Now there are roles yeah. outlined in the Bible. Yeah. I am to cover. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm not going to look to you to cover <laughs> right. because that's my role. You know what I'm saying? But in the same regard, I think the the aspect of marriage and the aspect of a husband comes down to leadership more than it does anything. A leader is not the most talented. A leader understands where people need to be placed so that they can flourish for the overall mission. That's good. I don't need to be the best. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't like. I don't. I don't like. If if I if I marry a if I'm if my if I marry a woman who's an accountant, when the hell do I look like trying to handle the money? Baby, you got a degree. Like, do it. Tell me what needs to be done, and we gonna do it. You know what I'm saying? In the same regard, that don't mean I get to be lazy and just spend frivolously. No, but what that means is I now see that my wife is more equipped in the area that will be more beneficial if she leads this for our household. I don't get to just pull my hands off it, but what I can say is, baby, hey, look, this is, the, this is where you're going to take charge and, and direct us. And you tell me what is best, and I trust you. You know what I'm saying? It's also you send down the power where the, where the information is. So like, it's, it's, I, I personally think that like, we would see more be- we would see more fruitful marriages, more healthier households if we had men who understood <clears throat> leadership by its true design. Yeah. And I think if we're also going to be a reflection of Christ in the church, God gave us a hundred when he gave us Christ. And he also asked us to give us 
our 100% self yeah. to him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, it goes it goes both ways on that. You know what I'm saying? That makes but, sense. We talk about finance. Yeah. yeah I think yeah. At the but end yeah. Of the I answered the yeah. question. Bro, yeah. yeah I, think, yeah. I think at the end of the day, right, we would all be lying if we said that as women, right, most women do not I would almost, I would almost conf- confidently say all women would like the safety of being financially provided for while being able to pursue whatever passion she has, right? Yeah. In the same breath, I truly believe that all good men desire to provide for the woman that they love, for right. Sure, right? right? I just think that in the day and age we live in, right, when a starter home costs $280,000 in Dallas, it's just not feasible. And I think men get frustrated because they say most of us cannot afford to provide at that level just yet, right? Because we have to take into account that things are a lot more expensive than they once were. Facts. When our parents were growing up, they could yeah. buy a house, a full house, four bedrooms with $30,000 postal worker salary and never get a better job ever and be able to comfortably provide for you in family. poverty at $30,000. And I think, I think that men, where they get frustrated, right, is saying, I want to provide for you, mm-hmm. but the current economic system does not allow that to happen or to be mm-hmm. a reality for me, right? Now, I think to Alicia's point, there are plenty of men and women who do make within the range, right? I think it's fair to for each couple to decide what works for them financially. But I yeah. think a good starting ground for everybody is that you should date or shop within the financial realm that you already exist in. If you already exist in a realm where you make forty five, fifty thousand, and you comfortably afford your apartment, yeah. you probably are going to need a partner because you barely are keeping afloat now. I think if anybody who makes $50,000 or less, even 60000 in this climate, you, you're doing what you can to just keep two and two making four, right? Now, that's the difference if you are yourself a woman who's a software engineer or a financial analyst and you are Mm -hmm. making 100,000 because then you are accustomed to a lifestyle, right, Mm -hmm. that this man is not. I think we need to pick based off of where it is that you're already accustomed to lifestyle-wise. It does not make sense to a man's point, right, for a woman who don't have a job or who's between jobs to say 100K is my minimum because that's not your lifestyle, boo. Like, that's not the lifestyle you're living. But in the same breath, I don't think it's wrong for men to admit if I could I would right but because yeah. I'm not in a season where I can then yeah. I think that y'all that brings me back to y'all have to find women who who and love y'all for who I'm y'all a- are and who are willing to be there while y'all cultivate yourselves right okay, that's not but, to say okay, as women on the, on the one more end. thing I'm almost done okay. that's not to say as women that you pick a project Right, but that's to say that as men, that you understand who you are and what trajectory you're on, and that you can effectively communicate that to a woman and back it up, right, with the things that you're doing in your life. If you say you're a youth yeah. pastor, but you want to write a book and you want to have an Instagram ministry, if you're consciously working towards that, there are millions of women who think a youth pastor salary is a king. chef's kiss. Not your right? boy. When you when you're an admin like at a hospital, yeah. you're making seventeen an hour. <laughs> It makes sense. So yeah, I just yeah. I think that the 50-50 conversation, I think it's safe to say that all women desire to be financially secure and covered. I think it's also safe to say that in this climate, most men at our age just simply cannot do that yet. And I think that as men and women, we have to find some kind of common ground to say, as a man, I know that this is what you desire. This is how I plan to be able to give it to you moving forward. Mm-hmm. And yeah. as a woman... Yeah. To be able to say, I this is what I desire, right? This is the lifestyle that I expect. I see that you are consciously moving towards being able to provide that. And I think that's just got to be the end of it. Like, you mm. got to date within your range. And yeah. I think, ideally, we would all live rich lives in Calabasas. But ideally, like not yeah. Days, yeah. Right? Like, and so, <laughs> yeah. every relationship is unique in the way that which they establish patterns, right? Even to yeah. your point about household roles and things around the house, like... Every, every relationship is unique, is my Every, point. yeah. Yeah, facts, so, facts. And, 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 that's, and that's, that's why it's important to make the distinction between cultural gender roles and biblical roles. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, there there has to be that distinction because culture gender roles 
will change by the culture. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what what we're told biblically our roles are is not changing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. Liz. Oh yeah. So since you're just talking about that average, are we gonna get back into the 50-50 thing later? Yeah, because well, I, I, sure. I still got some stuff. Sure. I'm like, yo, <laughs> sure. I heard a lot of stuff, and I'm so, like, sure. I, I know you were saying y'all don't want to just touch on it with the average. Um, <laughs> 70, 80 was is above average, and you you were way above. You're yeah. Way, yeah, way twice above. above. <laughs> but you were that's what that's what you were like shooting that? for. But I was thinking like in a scenario, what if God is calling you to somebody who makes fifteen, twenty thousand less, and is going to treat you how he's supposed to be treated, versus the man that you want that's above, but it's going to make you stress and not you know. What I'm saying? She said that wasn't yeah. her purpose. So, what did I, Let me ask. She did ask Alicia, so you should let Alicia answer. So, with that being said, I think that's a great question for a person who is going based off of what they want and not what God has called them to. So, again, very specific to me and very specific to what God has called me to and the purpose that He has on my life and the arena and the spaces that He's consequently placed me in. That's just not the case with me. Now, if, if we're going based off of what God has called me to. But if it was a case to where we're talking about want, I think that if we're talking specifically in a want space, that would be totally fine for a man to be in your ballpark. If we're already looking at my ballpark is seventy to eighty thousand yeah. dollars, and that's where I operate at comfortably. And a man, you know, yeah. hey, he's making sixty-five, you know, but I want him to make eighty. But he can still yeah. be what I need him to be. He can still be a provider because for me, it's I'm heavy on provision. I'm a traditional woman. I desire a traditional man. I operate best when I'm enabled to be the most feminine version of myself and I'm not stressing and worrying about paying bills and you coming with your half, I need you to come with more half. I'm sorry. I, like, for me, that, that's just not going to work. I'm, I'm definitely cool with contributing, but I need you to pay the significant portion of these bills. For me, that's 70, about 70%. I don't like to put a number on it, but I'm just saying for me, that's what makes sense. That's the man that I would, uh, that I feel like, like I said, it would be equal because as a traditional woman, if I believe in traditional gender roles, then that means I'm cooking, I'm cleaning, I'm nurturing you and the children. I'm helping to build up your dream because, again, biblically, I'm a helpmate, right? So I'm helping to build what? the vision that God has placed inside of you. How am I, How is it realistically possible for me to do that when I'm paying half of the bills, when I'm stressing about going to work, wearing my good heels to work, you know, walking around on these floors, my knee is aching, I'm 30 now, you know, and I'm trying to provide for this family, but you want me to come home and you want me to look good, right? So you want me to go chase our toddlers, you want me to change diapers and cook and clean in these heels mm -hmm. and then still have sex with you at night. I just, to me, that doesn't, that doesn't, 50 50 no what is 50 50 financially so uh, again and that's that's for me and that's from a biblical and to, and i can't even say it's from a cultural standpoint because now everyone wants to blur the gender lines a lot of women are and adopting more of a feminist you know perspective so that's not even culture for me that's biblical that is scientific that is the way that god has built us you know, scientifically and also, I believe, spiritually as well. So, so for me, yeah. yeah. So, you, so Alicia, you you're feminism saying... Feminism is biblical? No, that's not I what she's saying. Say oh, so, let me... Yeah, she did not say that. Hey, I got it. He was. He wanted to hear that one. He wanted to hear that one. I really... I did. He was asking He was about to take off. I do have a... I truly was asking a question because I... And how I thought it was worded, she said, like... 
cultural leans more towards feminism. And then she said, and this is the way. I was like, okay. And I, 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 I guess it was two phrases that didn't actually. Nah, yeah, she, yeah. No, she said culturally she said, towards. Is, culturally is one, but biblically she leans yeah. towards the Bible. Okay, so, I so are, are, are you saying what you just described is backed by scripture? Like, the, from the standpoint of... A woman being a helpmate? Well, that's, that's in the Bible. Yeah, I'm just taking the more, the more minute parts of what you just said. The parts about um, staying home, cooking, cleaning, taking care of the kids, that kind of thing. Like, the way you describe that portion. Yep. Are you saying that is backed by scripture? Uh, yes. So, typically, you had the men that were in the scripture. If you... Run back all the different biblical characters. For uh-huh. the most part, you had the man that was providing that covering from his, for his woman. From a physical standpoint, there are some exceptions. Okay. You know, again, to where mm-hmm. you had, you know, where they were gleaning in the field. But again, right. she laid at her husband's no, feet. I'll give she you did scripture. what she okay. had to do for a covering. Okay, so and, let me. And there is scripture to back that yeah, up. Yeah, right? I'm Because I'm Paul tells clarify. us a man who does not provide for his household is worse than an unbeliever. He yeah. says you it's worse than an unbeliever. So, but in the same breath, Proverbs thirty one talks about a woman who wakes up before everybody else, who cooks everybody breakfast, who runs her own business, gets the kids ready, yeah. makes the money, comes back, yeah. makes sure that the service is all good, and yeah. then takes her her man at night. Uh, okay, okay. Right? So, so both are now, biblical. So She's not off keep, base keep in terms going. of yeah. So, so I was trying to figure out because I was gonna, you know, I know the Proverbs thirty one talks about the woman going to the marketplace as well. So I was just trying to figure out where you. Yeah, I was trying to figure out what scriptures you were specifically oh, you pulling me from. To quote the scripture, right? right because well, because sometimes I think what happens is we read the Bible, yeah. and we don't distinct what is cultural from what is God ordained. Ordained, right? So yeah. you 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 can read about Solomon having all these different wives and concubines. That's not that's, that's cultural. That's cultural, that exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that that is something that was accurate um, to the time, and yes, it is in the Bible. But it is not actually accurate to how God has designed. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I was trying to just figure out where you were standing and leaning yeah, on that. Yeah, I was going based off of the historical aspect. Yeah, for sure, for sure. You know, for sure, this is where they were geographically placed and during the different empires. I was talking specifically, again, from Proverbs 31. But with that being past, said... So. Even past Proverbs in the Old Testament, right, men are commanded to, if a woman loses her husband or if a woman loses her brother... Her yeah, you take her in, yeah. The men take are commanded. Yeah. So when men say things like that, that's not biblically accurate. Yes, it is. Well, it I, yeah, is I wasn't saying it was. I was just trying to figure yeah. out where she was standing. Yeah. I, I wasn't questioning. Now, now, and, 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 and to, to, to what he's saying, so obviously when, and this is why I, I, I speak generally a lot, and I'm, I talk statistics a lot, because when you're writing to an audience that is general, you're going to speak specifically to the culture and the time of the time, right? Because mm-hmm. right. essentially, let's say you were in biblical times and you were a queen. There's no need to get up and cook. There's no need to go and do all the things like you just named off in Proverbs 31 because you have landed a king. And so there is a different way that you even instruct your life as a even as a God fearing woman back at that time. Right. And so like that. So to say that that is the biblical standard. No, that is what is biblical principles placed that apply to that culture. So because 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 what I don't want to confuse here, even though ideally I desire the what is known as the nuclear traditional aspect. I'm not going to say that the traditional aspect is the biblical way to go about it. I'm saying, yes, we find this in the Bible because the Bible was speaking to that culture. 
But if you yeah, also talk about the concept of kings and queens, queens didn't have to operate like that. Yeah. yeah. But, but what that, you're talking about, this is the American, this the American culture was founded upon those principles, though. Cool. What, 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 oh, hey, what, what, what principles? I'm talking about. I'm, I did no, all no, no, specific no, on that. I'm not talking about. Specific I'm talking about specifically <laughs> within the realm Warning. of the dynamic Warning. of husband and wife in gender roles. Okay. Because oh, even gotcha. in the 50s, 60s, 70s, it once, you know, drugs got in, uh, again, once we started, um, you know, alcohol, drugs kind of cooked. Yes. Once, we, once we became pretty much Sodom and Gomorrah in a lot of different ways. Um, once a lot of sin came into America, then a lot got convoluted. And so now there are a lot of same-sex marriages. There are a lot of, you know, guys who want to play more of the feminine role. There are a lot of women who want to take more of the masculine role. And so it's just been convoluted, but... Historically, I mean, and traditionally, American culture within a marriage is a very traditional gender role for the for the husband and for the wife. I get, I get it's that. It's a slippery I get that, but... slope biblically to say that. It's a slippery slope biblically, right, to say that that is cultural. Because in that lens, almost everything that's applied to the Bible can be considered cultural. Right? The Bible is a book of principles. And so if you say it's a principle, a principle is standing firm. A principle does not change. Yes. Principles sure. such as whatever you put out is what's going to come back to you, that's a principle, right? It's a law of nature. So that doesn't change regardless of culture. Things like should women wear a headdress in the church, that's that's reverence referring to culture, right? However, the Bible does not give us except but a few examples of dating or marriage in the beginning, right? We literally only get Songs of Solomon. We get the story of Ruth. We get Jesus having the bride of the church, right? And then we get Hosea, who married the prostitute. That was the only one we saw a struggle It was connected to his purpose. Right? And then we get Sarah Abraham, (laughs) right? But I I say this to say that in every one of those relationships, because the Bible does not provide direct teaching on dating and how to date, then we do have to go off of principles. principles. Now, culturally, that goes back to what I was saying was cultural. Now, that's now you can't y'all not building a hut on the side of 75 for us to live in so culturally that's how that would adjust but I don't think it's I think it's still accurate to say that biblically the role of a man is the authority of the household right in the same way yes yes Yes. nobody's disputing that so so but like but so but but even we look at these biblical figures you look at them and Abraham had slaves servants and also um a, a Concubines, whatever it may be, yep. right? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't always, wasn't always yeah. sexual. Yeah. But what, what we would call nowadays maids. You know right. what I'm saying? The yeah. roles that we're talking about, yeah, traditionally, this is a biblical thing. It's like, no, you had a maid to maid. But to, but to, to your point, but to your point, you were saying those were for the extremely wealthy, the one percenters. You know what I mean? I'm or, saying the or, biblical or, characters right, you were earlier, mentioning. Earlier in time, even right. as I'm just saying, but even really still. So like so even when we make these standards and look at it from our lens, it's like, okay, cool, but Understand even these biblical characters had other people in the household that weren't their children, that were slaves, that were people that were maids as well. So what, it right, wasn't just a thing of but, kings as well. Right, so, but, so, but when you're speaking to a general population and you're saying, hey, this is what we, the principles we need to live off of, these are those biblical principles, this is what God desires. So, yes, I'm, I'm, I do believe that myself, I ideally, it is somebody like not I think provisionally yes I do think that is also a biblical role but to say that the way it is done traditionally and how we see the nuclear family I'm not saying that is the biblical way the, the only way like like if, if somebody does decide to go 50 50 you can't say they're operating unbiblically 
Like that's that's I'm that's I'm I'm not I'm not for that. I'm, if you can't say somebody's going 60 40, it's like, hey, but but 70 30, now, now we're talking Bible. But how can you, you know truly say that you're the covering for your household? How can you truly say Ooh, that you're don't go down that path? Don't go down that path. For, don't do it. Don't do your, it. Don't do it. Okay. If again, she did it. If again, you're not able to provide her with that financial stability, and right, and so if you're not able to provide her with that, then she has, right. Where'd you go? Wait, what'd you say? No, no, no. She's, he's, he's listening. He's processing. But how are you, able, how are you able to say that you can truly cover your household when you're literally sending her out into the world to go make the money, to bring the bacon, to come back home, and to still exhaust herself to do all of these different tasks? Uh-huh. How can you say that you're how do you, covering her? How is she better off with you? Okay, let me, so let me ask you this. How, how do you, how do you, how do you define, <laughs> Alicia, Alicia, how do you, what how do you, how do you, how do you it's define? A it ain't a cup. Let me give my it's a blanket. blanket. It's a, it's a blanket. <laughs> I mean, a blanket still. <laughs> hey, a, a blanket still covering your feet. It ain't not like, it's cover, like cover my, cover yeah, but my your stomach. feet be sticking out. It's the difference between your feet sticking out. So, so Alicia, my feet so, so Alicia, how do you define provision? I mean, well, the uh, literally, to fit I her lifestyle. No, no. I, you're not Alicia. You're Mitchell. Exactly. Alicia, speak for me. Alicia, how do you define provision? So, again, I would provide it by the technical definition in Webster. Okay. Um, but I would say in terms of marriage, what that will look like for me, I think well, maybe that's what you're asking. No, no I'm, I'm giving you literally tell me how you define provision. I define it as providing for, for our household. Okay. So when I'm talking in terms of a husband, you're literally creating provision or okay. providing for our household. Okay. You're providing a covering for okay. our household as the leader. Gotcha. So bills, so, clothes. Okay, so we'll be- provision... Covering, do you see a difference? I mean, it definitely is a difference. I mean, they're they're fundamentally different. They're okay. Different. Yeah. Okay. So, give me term. from your person. It, it is. It's, it's, it is. Provi- I think provision is. covering is an umbrella term, right? So Very to cover good. is to cover emotionally, financially, yeah. physically. You, like I think sexually, right? Bible, like to you? cover is to cover. Right? Yeah. So I think it's again. I think that the the only. I think if all men had the financial means to contribute, this wouldn't even be a conversation. So let me. And, right, so I think and, we right, have to go back to the fact that men yeah. do desire this. Right. They just can't do it right now, and, and that's okay too. But so like, go ahead. that's true. Go ahead. And go I ahead. think, and I think the point that you're getting at, and again, not mm. to be short or to be like, well, what do you mean? I, I know you're trying to get at the technical definition. Yes. I'm no, no, no. I, I, I generally just want to understand. I just want to understand your your perspective. I, right. I, I'm not trying to get very, to a, a okay. certain I point. Say, I'm very much so well of the definition. Yeah. yeah. But I, I think that this conversation comes into place. I think for a lot of men, uh-huh. it kind of goes back to what you said. We've had conversations about this plenty of time. I think the pain point in this conversation for a lot of men is the fact that they would desire to, but everyone's not capable. Okay. And I think that that is the part that pains men. And and again, I'm not saying that to emasculate any type of man, to emasculate men in any type of way, Uh but I think that let's be real and say that, that again, a lot of men desire to do that, Uh but they aren't capable. Okay. And so whether that's because of a lack of vision, a lack of ambition, or literally because of where God has placed you, maybe you can't provide for that particular type of woman that needs you to provide on that particular level. But would you call going 50-50 unbiblical? I wasn't. I, wow. I, I, okay. I definitely, I, I definitely just did. Okay, she, yeah, she was very, she was very clear. She was very clear. Okay, so, so here, here's what I'll say to that. I think, I think we have, and I love what Whitney said that they are two different. It's a, it's an umbrella term, right? Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. You should write a book. You're very articulate. Thank you. Um, I, um, I really love that you said that because 
to be a covering, I think we've culturally placed a lot of weight on the financial piece of it. Mm -hmm. I think what God has called husbands to be, there's not a dollar amount you can place on it. But that's because of capitalism. Like, I don't think, well, that yeah, that was, and so, I don't think that's intentional on the part of women or men. I think we live in a capitalistic society uh, where it exactly. money becomes the root of all of our And objectives. that's why I said culturally. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's, why, that's why I said culturally. So, so what, I, what, what, I'm, what I'm getting at is this. If culturally we recognize that it has taken, taken this idea and concept of provision covering and made it solely about money because a lot of women especially in these conversations, don't address um, spiritual aspects of provision. Mm-hmm. There's not... what, what and, and that's and that's, and, but, but that's, and that's the point. You do need to bring it up because here, 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 here's what I'll say. I love, and I, and I really do love the fact that we can talk about placing women in a place, especially black women in a place where they don't have to worry because I think so many black women grow up in, in, in households and families, go to jobs, have circles of friends, live in societies and places and communities where worry is like something they constantly have, like they're worrying about every little thing. What they, like, even like what they wear, uh, you know, how they wear their hair, how they get their nails done. Well, I know if, you know, all these different things, I love that. But what we cannot do is sacrifice what we want in place of what the Lord has deemed so. And what I mean by that is this. There's not a single thing money can bring you that a man who is seeking after God cannot. And that's, and that's point blank period. And that is where I, I, I draw the issue, right? Because a man who chases after God is not going to be satisfied. A man who chases after God is going to see you for who God has designed you to be and not just say, man, God, I want that. But Lord, how do I become the man that can steward that? Exactly. And so, like, a dollar amount is not going to exactly. put that in somebody's heart. Exactly. That is only going to be placed in the heart of a man who is chasing after the Lord. Because you feel me? I'm not done. Thank you. Um, and so, I think, I, I, and I, again, I love what you're saying about women not having to worry. But I think equally what you think financial stability will bring, spiritual stability will far outweigh that. And I, I, I think the thing is, Again, we haven't touched on those other aspects because we're talking strictly about 50-50. Well, well, financially, hold on, hold on. You're right. Let me finish. You're right. Again, that, I think that that is a separate conversation, but this conversation uh-huh. and the reason for this podcast was, you know, behind the 50-50 financial statement. So that's all that I addressed here. Uh-huh. I mean, if you want to get into those other aspects, we can. I didn't voluntarily bring it up because I thought it was a little bit off topic. But in this particular case, it, I feel like... Even though, yes, every man's not able to do that. All those other things are important. Absolutely. I would not be with a six-figure man. I wouldn't be a millionaire with a millionaire if he didn't believe in God. I've literally passed up on that. One of my passed up. In a lot of cases, yes, you have to be the complete package. You need to be... Uh, you need to create a space in which provision is given all the way around, emotionally, mm-hmm. spiritually, psychologically. That's also important as well. Yeah. And intellectually. But... I think At he's saying that should be the default conversation. What? Like, like, like when you're talking about what do you find as the provision, he's saying that should be involved in the default. 
Yo, okay, be, but, because because here's the thing. But, Let's say you seek out that person. She wasn't, she wasn't. <laughs> so I think I think in that particular case too, like uh, again, we'll we'll get to that. But like I was saying, for me, I think that that is a very important piece. And mm-hmm. the reason why I also think it's important, and we haven't addressed this piece yet. I guess we can just address everything. Um, I think that also for men, I would say for me, even though. A man that cannot or that has to have a woman that will go 50-50, I think from what I've seen, the men that I know that are truly masculating, that is extremely emasculating for a man that desires to provide for his wife, desires to provide for his family and for his woman to have to come to his woman and say, I need your help to manage this household. I need your help to lead. I need your financial help to lead. A man's pride and ego comes into place, which that's not necessarily, you know, good from a biblical standpoint, but a truly masculine man, a a man who is a provider, a man who is traditional. In a lot of cases, you want to provide for your wife. And when you cannot, you, I do believe that men, they do become emasculated. Uh And that reflects itself in a lot of different ways, whether it's unconsciously done or whatever. Right. But that does, I believe that it comes out in uh, resentment of the mm-hmm. woman that they're with. How many women in this room have seen that from a man who could not be the man or could not provide you with those things it is that you wanted. So eventually he resented you. Or in some cases, he, uh, you know, just essentially just pushed away from yeah. it because he couldn't be the that's, man that's that he dating. wanted that's that he dating. wanted to be. And I know a lot of men don't like to agree to that, but that's facts. And I think a lot of women have seen that play out in a lot of scenarios. And, and I would so, just uh, add to that that it's really, it's really society that emasculates men, right? When black men that's go into point. society, that's a good point. right, they are they are belittled and looked down on, right, not only by law enforcement, not only by the protect and serve departments, but in corporate, <laughs> right, in their jobs. You're a pastor. I'm assuming that there's pastors that are of other races at your job that probably miss the mark a lot of times, right? Whether you work in computer com- computer science or you're police, the, like a police officer, I think society emasculates black men yeah. so much that the worst, most painful thing to hear is what you're saying. Which, while while it is the truth, it just sucks to come home and to still not feel like you are. And enough. Alicia, and I, I, I think that my bad, buddy. My no, bad. you're good. Mm-hmm. I just I just want to be clear that I don't mm-hmm. I don't want it to seem like black women are the ones that are emasculating right. black men because right. other races of women don't have to have this conversation. That's because their men aren't emasculated in the world, right? In yeah. the world, white yeah. men, Asian men, Indian men are not emasculated. They are able yeah. to have the same opportunities within the corporate space, within an earning space, to put their women in positions to win. Black men mm-hmm. have the world's foot on their neck at every given turn. Yeah. But I think black men have to stop seeing black women as their enemy in order to correct that. Like, it just has to stop. It just mm-hmm. has to stop where black men and black women are the enemy and society is ripping us both apart. And, that, and I don't think you're saying that. I just want to clarify that it's not that black black women expecting to be provided for is what emasculates a man. I think society not allowing black men to mm-hmm. provide the way that they want to or not putting black men in position the way that they put men of other races in position yeah. is what emasculates black men. Yeah. And I think the worst thing that can happen is to come home and to still feel like you're not enough. Right. So I, I just want to keep bringing it back because it, what happens in these conversations is it gets so inflammatory uh-huh. because it becomes an us versus them. Right. And in all actuality, we're not the ones emasculate. White women, Indian women, Asian women, they don't have to have this conversation because it's a given that their husbands are going to provide. What Alicia is saying, black women are the only women who have to fight and to advocate for their right to be treated as women. That is because black men are the only men who have been intentionally 
intentionally, systemically stifled, right, from the beginning of the rap music era in the early 90s all the way through the crack epidemic and up to now with police brutality, right? It's only black men, but it just negatively affects the black household as a whole, right? And anybody that knows me knows that I'm not an advocate for the black man or for the black woman. I'm an advocate for the black child because black children are the most traumatized, the most dispersed, the most split apart in, amongst households, and they don't have anything to do with what it, all of us are up here are 100% good quality people, right? But you're, you have things on both sides of the fence with us saying, we want to be taken care of like women, and y'all saying, we want the world to let us be men so we can do that for y'all, right? Yeah. But it's real easy to let the fog get blurred and right, and to look at it like, oh, they want us to be something that we ain't, and they don't want to give us what we need. And, and, that's, and that's what, and I feel like, at the end of the day, regardless of where that emasculation comes mm -hmm. from, it the black man still feels it. And the so black to woman say that, that Right. Yeah. And, and so, again, the black ones feel like, well, dang, why are you coming at home angry at me? You know, it's not my fault that, you know, dang, that I have to help you out on the bills or that I have to work too or that you're not making what it is that you want to make or the society's telling you you're not enough. Right. That's not my fault, you know. So yeah. I think that also at the same time, it's like I, to say that I don't agree that black families do operate best if it's a 50-50 mindset, you know, or 50-50 or financial split, because again, it's not gonna be equal in a traditional, uh, in a marriage with a traditional woman or traditional man, that's period. But also at the same time, I believe that a woman operates best when she's allowed to operate in her femininity at, at maximum capacity. So a woman operates best when, hey, I don't have to worry about, you know, wearing my heels out at work. I can actually, if I want to go to work, cool, I can do that. You know, I can provide, but I know that when I come home, again, my man is able to provide me with the financial covering as well as the spiritual, psychological, all those different coverings that many other women are also entitled to as well. So, yes, I'm able to be, I'm softer. When you get home, I'm like, babe, how was work? Okay, I'm meeting you at the door with lingerie on. I'm meeting you with a home-cooked meal. I have the energy. I'm not mentally depleted. I'm not psychologically exhausted, feeling like I have to be more masculine and bring more of that uh, masculine energy and, match, uh, and I would say also financial contributions to this relationship. Bang, so again, bang, I'm softer. Bang, bang, I'm nicer. Bang. I'm friendlier. I'm more, I'm, I'm more readily available to cater to your needs because, again, I am secure. Gotcha. And so, you know, and I think that a, ma a man, I think he operates best when he's allowed to be in that more masculine space where he can mm. say, babe, you know, you and your girls, I, you know, I'm sending you to the spa. I'm booking you a trip. I'm doing this and that. And she's like, oh, babe, thank you. She gives cool. you that response that you need. Yeah. Uh, again, I just feel that it, I feel like those type of marriages, they do operate best when those gender roles are played and when a male can operate in his masculine energy and a woman can operate in her feminine. And I think I think the I think the, the the pushback you got was because you said you believed that was biblical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, 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 yeah, and I, and I, I wanted to bring that back to I wanted to bring that back to the helm because I think the point that Whitney also brought up about culture inserting itself is so very much so like important because I have a desire again to provide right, but I have a desire to to provide based on how I see the Lord calling me to right, and that is. That encompasses everything you just said, right? But it is so much more, right? But you know, I, I, we have a very beautiful person in the in the chair that wants to uh, ask Can I a question. Respond to that real quick first, because <laughs> we never got respond. Because fam, like, my question has something to do with it. So okay, okay. go ahead. Actually, I did want to just say, like, this is this is amazing that even articulated that you know, this conversation. But um, I think that 
conversation. Yeah. Because um, I had a lot of things to say, like, but uh, I think on the very last thing that we y'all just talked about, just as far as um, women operating best when they are taken care of financially, um, personally, uh, I've almost felt because honestly, a lot of my life, I've never felt like I've ever wanted just to be a stay-at-home wife or mom. Um, that was that's never been a desire for me, and I I could never pinpoint like why it felt like you know. All these women was like, I want to be, you know, just work and I'll stay at home and take care of the kids. I would, I think that's beautiful, but in my heart, I feel like I have something to put out there, right? And so it's never just been something that I desire. Now, as far as the biblical principles and the truths of the man being the head of the household and providing, that is, I get that 100% as far as like financial goes. I've just never been pressed. As because at the end of the day, I know that I will I will be bringing something home. So it, you know, like Elisha said, if it's yours, it's mine, it's ours. Um, as far as what you said, as um, you know, wanting to feel like um, you're provided for, and it, it makes her feel fit, as feminine as she can, and um, just to walk in that, I feel like it, it's different for all women. I feel like um, for me personally, I feel safest. I feel more free when I am um, loved correctly, when I feel safe, and when I feel protected emotionally. Um, I've also been in situations and relationships where I was dealing with a man that made stupid money that, like, there's no, there's no amount of money in the world that can compare to feeling safe with the man that you're with and feeling protected spiritually, emotionally, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so there are a lot of things that I completely agree with. I just wanted to kind of bring the other aspect of maybe the women that like don't feel as strongly about feeling like they have to have a man that meets, that makes this amount of money um, in order to be qualified. Because at the end of the day, I feel like we're um, just like, like a lot of us, a lot of women have the desire to taken care of there's a lot of women that also have the desire to put her stamp on you know on the world and to do things and go out and at the end of the day I think a lot of um, damage has been done even with when it comes to gender roles um, in the household with the children because there's so much emphasis on you go out you go work you do this I'll stay home with the kids that the kids almost miss out on an active father mm -hmm. um, you know helping with the children helping around the house they don't even get to see that um, teamwork, and to me, I think mm -hmm. teamwork is maybe maybe that's what it is for me. Is mm -hmm. I want to feel like we are building something, cultivating something together. Um, so that mm -hmm. was just my statement. I wanted to put out there as far as for sure. And in 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 collect in addition to that, in, in response, I didn't have an issue with like the aspect of what was biblical because obviously you can find those principles and not only the concepts being executed biblically. In the Bible, like so, but to say on the other end where the Bible doesn't speak to say something is unbiblical, mm -hmm. and it, or even to say, yeah, this isn't how you're supposed to operate. This isn't the design. You know, that's where I'm. I'm like, hey, even though you may not be able to find it in a Bible to make it a right wrong thing, I, I feel like is is the issue. Now, it may not be right for you. You understand your purpose. You understand like where the Lord's mm -hmm. called you. You you you've, you've heard Him speak, but to say. Like that, we never said this, but the the mindset that this is how all things should be, especially when we talk about how God designed it. Like mm -hmm. I said, and that's where the cultural aspect has to come into play because 
Uh, I, I could look at uh, instance like Tabitha Brown. She ends up blowing up on Instagram. An amazing Christian woman, right? You know what I'm saying? And like, like, like her and her husband. She retires her husband. Wendy Williams goes off and then clowns that like, yo, <laughs> you retired your husband? Girl, if you don't, da, 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 da. and then Tabitha just talked to her like a good old, you know what I'm saying, black grandmother. Like, hey, you, you, you don't even know your worth. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like we're secure over here. My yeah. husband served on the force. Like, like there's, there's not a 50-50 conversation going on in that household. He's like, yo, I'm able to be with my family. Like, like I'm, I'm with somebody who's literally killing it and who wasn't expecting it. Because on the other end, right, yeah. you, have, you, you, you can go out and seek that $200,000 earner. Yeah. Then his business crashes. Okay, so now is he not biblically operating right? Because, like, now you have to now hold it down. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like the 30%, y'all have to now adjust your lifestyle. Right. It's like, it's like, it's like the fi- financially, is, is, is that still trumping all? Or it's like, really, when we talk about the finance, it has to be coupled with those spiritual principles. Because if the finance goes, which is something that we've seen in, happen biblically. We're in a pandemic. Famine, famines yeah. happen. You know what like, I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, like droughts happen. Things happen that cause our finance, cause our land, cause our crops to deteriorate. And what is the foundation? Trusting God. You know what I'm saying? I, I think to your point, I think what you're speaking of, you're, you're talking about a lot of one-offs or we're talking about, we're, we're speaking in terms of what if a natural disaster happens or what if you have to temporarily exceptions. be the main provider. Those are exceptions for, for sure. sure. You know, and I think in those cases, they did what's best for them. I won't comment on that at that time. But I think that in a lot of cases, of course, when you have a marriage, I'm, I'm not saying that. If you fall down on bad luck, well, nigga, get out. <laughs> it's a wrap for me. Like, <laughs> well, nigga, get you know out. what I mean? Like, I, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying yeah. that are we on the same page mentally to where you are the provider and the protector, and you feel that, since we're talking about specifically financially, financially, you feel that, okay, you want to be the provider and protector for this family. You pay a significant portion of these bills. I don't. I do these particular gender roles or these household Hmm. chores or I I do this with the kids. Are we on the same page about how we're going to run this household? Okay, great. Now, there will, there might be times later on in that marriage to where, hey, things may happen. Who knows? I could have a major surgery and my hip gets broken and I can't perform those household duties. Or you may, uh, you know, lose your job for a year or you might be in between jobs or whatever. That's not to say that in that time you shouldn't work as a unit. You shouldn't be a team. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The, everything requires balance. I'm not saying the man do everything 100% over here, the woman do everything 100% over here. But when we talk about traditional gender roles, I'm saying for the majority of that role, you'll be doing majority of those tasks. So the man providing financially majority, the woman do the majority of the, you know, but of course you'll have different times to where you have to do the laundry. Right, right. You, you have to contribute a little bit more over here financially. Gotcha. So I think that in that case, again, I think that when men are speaking from that standpoint, they're looking like, well, they, they always love to bring up, well, what happened if I fall down on hard times? Well, I mean, of course, if you have a teammate, if you guys have decided to be partners, life partners, well, of course, they'll pick you up. You mm-hmm. know, they'll pick up your slack. Right. So I think that that shouldn't even, I, I feel like it's a reasonable question, but well, not, well, not, not just a reasonable question, it's part reasonable, of the vows. Right, that's part of the vows, right. Because but I think that we happen. shouldn't base that up on whether or not you want to go 50-50. Well, I don't know if she's going to be down for me if I fall on hard times, if she feel, you know, 50-50, if she believes in going 50-50. I, at least I feel like that was some of the framework from, like, well, like I said, Like I said, I'm, I'm not, look, look, like I said, I'm not somebody who desires 50-50, but I'm saying I'm not going to look at somebody who does that or even somebody who on the other end is 70-30 and the wife is the breadwinner. 
Because if your wife is a blowing up on TikTok, it's like, yo, now she's bringing in majority of the bread. It's like, it's like, hey, you know what I'm saying? So that means now what? Oh, our, like, do, okay, does the lifestyle change? Lifestyle change? That's all conversations that happen in that household, not on the outside in. And to say, like, oh, from the outside in, yeah, you know what I'm saying? But the Bible says, it's like, fam. Let them work that out now. Well, we're not supposed to judge anyway, so I, I don't comment on other people. No, 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 no. I think we're supposed to judge, especially when it comes to Christians. Like that, that's necessary. But, um, like, uh, but, but along with that, like, like to say that something, not just like is it in the Bible, but is something that I, like is out of the role of how God desires it. Like to say that's God. I think that's our desires speaking mm, from the Bible, rather good. than it being yo God desires. I think that look. I think that God desires. That man be fruitful and multiply. You know I what I'm think, saying? I and think it's heavy to say God desires. And the only reason I say using that word is heavy is because God is a God of order, right? Absolutely. So it's not necessarily that he desires for a man to be the breadwinner and to provide for his wife. He's saying that the proper order for success in a household, if you're going to have any chance in hell of getting your marriage from the altar to the grave, is that the man needs to be the head of the household. Absolutely. Which means that he needs to cover, he needs to be the authority, and he needs to be the source of leadership, right? Absolutely. The directional head. And then the woman needs to fall immediately up under. She needs to teach. She needs to nurture. She needs to multiply, right? And so I don't think it's more, I don't think it's a desire. I think desire is coming into what kind of woman do you want to be with? What kind of man do you want to be with, right? But I think God's order, I think that's God telling us, putting us on game to say, this is what will work. I don't know that it's him saying, this is what I think is best. I think he's saying, this is what's going to work because that's how order works in the heavenly realm, right? In the same way, the son submitted to the father. Exactly. You're saying like that, that was, that was irrelevant. And even the angels, they work, everything works to your point. Our government was based off of the same framework, right? The military, same framework. It's got to be a general. It's got to be the soldier underneath. It's got to be, you need a chief. Like you need a leader. And so at the same time, I forgot it was something that you said, Trey. It was something I that say you a lot said. of things. Oh my God. Um, dang, you said something, but I did. If it comes you back to about, your mind, you think about I, it. I, I, yeah, Sway, I, what's first up? of all, shout out to the cameraman getting on camera for the first time ever on the Black Men Do Talk Welcome. podcast. We're sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, I really like to observe, especially when it comes to this really, really dope conversation. And it's so interesting that you brought up your point because I kind of feel the same way. And the reason why I wanted to hear you out is I love what y'all are saying and I think that I wanted to ask a question it's like if I do want to be the person that can't work in a relationship just because I am a creative and I, I don't want to um, I guess give that up in order for mm-hmm. just for the sake of the provision and it's really hard because I'm also a Christian woman so it's like I can understand that there's certain things and certain ways that we should go about it biblically and so it's, it's such a hard balance because I do feel like it is at the end of the day, on an individual basis, and what you're willing to deal with, what you're not willing to deal with, what your uh, space is like, am, am I willing to give up work in order for my man to provide and all that stuff? Am I willing to like do all those things? But um, I guess my question is, if I choose to continue to work and do like I guess the opposite of the traditional biblical way, does that take away his provision? Like, does he stop being a provider if I choose to? Um, pay a significant part of the bills or if you choose to work? <laughs> choose to work. Well, I don't think that takes... I mean, because we're... I'm, again, but at least again, I'm, we're I'm, speaking from the lens of women who are working. We're just not paying a significant part of bills. At least that's what that's what I'm talking about. And I don't want to so keep... Because, again, and, and I think even, even in that space, uh, again, that's not to say that 
none of this is coming from a place of I don't think women should work or I think women should stay at home or yeah, I don't think that women should operate in, in purpose in any type sure. of way or be creative or do whatever God's calling yeah, them to do. Yeah. But I think it's just more from a standpoint of like, okay, what it is that we're going out and making in the world financially, okay, that's that's the part that you're you place you place value household. you place value on the financial provision of your of your husband. Not to say that that's a bad thing that you place value on. That's a, mm-hmm. that, that's a part of it, but that's what this conversation is yeah, about. So yeah, I'm trying yeah. to stick to the- I got you. No, yeah, I got yeah. you. Soy, what's up? What's up, man? So, so biblically, I was Y'all throwing told, that word around a lot. I was told. You was told by who? The, who told you? We finna find out. I'm sorry, I had to mess with Sway. My bad. My bad, bro. Welcome to the campus, Wade. What up, dog? <laughs> <laughs> what up, dog? Um, a, a biblical marriage is under, is, it could be compared like an arrow, right? Interesting. The father being the, the sharp, the uh, sharp tip that aims direction. Right? Uh-huh. <clears throat> Where the wife is the, <coughs> what you would call it, the... The um, part that connects the the sharp tip to the body of the arrow, mm-hmm. kids being the body. Okay. Right. Yeah, like a like an arrow, right? And Christ being the actual goal, pulling back and aiming in direction of where he wants the family, the body, to go. Right. Period. What are you talking about? Another thing I want to state. Is harping off of one of the things that Benny said. Um, I believe that we are filtered what we hear based off of our gender. Let me explain. As a black man, I hear more negative about a black man because I am a black man. I feel like Black women hear negative about their gender because they are who they are, okay? Because they are black women. Not not saying that, me personally, I can't find anything that is, uh, 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 um, I can't find specific YouTube pages that says that's solely around bashing down a black woman, black woman. Oh, there's plenty of those. Not saying, hold on, hold on. It's too many. No, I'm not saying that they don't exist, but I'm not, I'm just going to sit here and say don't pop up on my timeline on YouTube. That's that's because the content you actually, the content you're actually digesting, they're not going to filter you that because they know for a fact you're not going to watch it. But there is entire communities out there built on tearing down black women. In the same way, there's entire communities (laughs) And I would even say systemically, yeah. you know what I'm saying, built to tear down black men. But my bad, keep, keep going. That's but but it's, it's good that whatever you're watching, the algorithms, keep, yeah. keep it up good. Like, right. In the algorithms. Like, that algorithm, that yeah. specific algorithm, don't pop up for me That's because I'm not solely based around bashing down, nor am I a black woman. For sure. Mm-hmm. So I only hear the negative part of about a black man. Indeed. From a black woman's standpoint. For sure. Appreciate it. Yeah. And, 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 Shout out to the cameraman. Which, which, which also, like I said, could be um, the type of content that you digest is the type of content they'll continue to feed you. And so I would say, as a challenge, 
seek out to hear the other side yeah. because um man like it, it was it was one thing um i was i was wondering why creatively i've been i've been in a slump as of recent right and uh somebody did like like a like a, it was a it was a gauge on me right and one of the things that popped up in in the in the in the diagnostic of what was going on inside of me <clears throat> was that i was seeking out social propaganda and i know exactly what that meant yeah. when i like i saw it, like i like i would literally wake up and watch you know People have confrontations with cops. It's like, okay, I wonder what kind of conflict they're going to, I'm going to see, I can learn from this, stuff like that. Mm. And like, and I, like, that's, that's literally how I wake up. And I'm watching like, like battle rap and stuff like that. And I'm watching all, all types of things that have of so aggression. much to do with conflict and aggression and things like that. And it has been not helping my creativity, but limiting me because all I'm thinking about is conflict. And so I've literally made it a goal to like shift the type of content that I'm digesting, mm -hmm. not just for the sake of the algorithm, but for my spiritual algorithm. You know what I'm saying? Understanding that like there are things that I need spiritually that I've been depriving myself because I've been focusing on one area solely. Right. And so, yes, there's, if, 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 if you're going to look for and seek out, Content that talks about how black men are this and black men are trash and black men, are that, yeah, you gonna keep getting fed that, you know what I'm saying? And, that, and that's and that and that's and that's that's I feel like when we have that perspective and make that now this is the way the world is and don't have conversations like these and get to actually talk to black hmm. women who are like, yo, no, no, we hear those conversations too and we're not even involved in them and if we are involved in them, we're taking a different perspective. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like so, so I, I think it's you. You got to diversify right. your sources, your resources. Yeah, right. I think we have one more. Wes, you want to come up with with some? Bye, Liz. Bye, Liz. Bye. Everybody say bye, Liz. Bye, Liz. Okay. Bye. She waved. I wanted to say what bye. What are you talking about? Sorry. What are you talking about? What's up, Wes? I like your, I like your shoes. Appreciate that, man. They're cute. They give it Easter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they give it Easter. See a collective, right? Shout out. Black on. You know Black on. But, um, but, yeah, so I had a quick question for you guys. Um, it sounded like what I heard earlier was that you were explaining that you believe that women function best when they're not asked to uh, contribute, like, in certain ways, I guess financially, like, was one of the ways you feel like women function best when they're able to, I don't know, I, I was like, Operate, operate best in, yeah. in, right, from, uh, from their more feminine energy. So it's essentially when they're not having to play a more traditionally masculine role and they're able to draw more from their feminine energy. So what I was referring to specifically was talking about as far as financial provision. Okay, so um, I do believe that a woman is able to operate best when she's not having to have the stress of paying significant financial bills. So that's well, what I was saying. I, oh, this is you, brother. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, well the, the reason the reason I had asked the question for clarifying uh, for clarification was because um, when you were talking, it kind of brought me back to just the concept of what it means to be a helpmate, a helpmate, help me, however you want to put it. Because even in you know the Garden of Eden. Um, in a perfect environment, you know, um, Eve was still asked to contribute, to be a helpmate, to help Eve, uh, Adam with the facilitating of the garden itself. And so it's almost kind of like what I was, what I was hearing you say. If 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 in this particular marriage you're asked uh, to be a helpmate by helping financially, then you're no longer being a helpmate. You're no longer being 
you know, why? Does that make does that make sense at all? I, uh, right. What I what I'm saying is that that's not to say that I don't contribute. I don't believe in a woman contributing financially at all. I'm mm-hmm. saying I believe in a woman contributing financially, right. but not significantly because again, from a more traditional woman, so I believe in traditional gender roles. I believe in the man being the provider and the protector, the true head of household. I believe in being a helpmate. So more of a nurturer, more of a cultivator, more of a multiplier on what you bring back to the home. I believe in being a helpmate in that way, which is very traditional. Um, so I do believe that you operate best in that, in that space to where I'm allowed to be that type of woman, a cultivator, mm. a nurturer. So the 70, wanna... so the 70 30 wasn't like a standard that was, hey, at the max, that if, if I have to, cool, 30. But like at the, the, main, the main point is... He is the provisional yeah, person. Yeah, he provides what you get. Yeah, I always if said if I, I had to give, give a number, cool. I said 70, 30. Cool. If That's I had to give a number, my, I never once said that I desire for a woman to pay 0% or that I advocate for a woman for sure. being stay at home or not paying anything. I said significant part of the And femininity and masculinity are traits, right? Yeah. And so when you talk about traits having attributes, right, things that make a man masculine and things that make a woman feminine, to be feminine is to just operate in a state of natural flow, right? Oh, yeah. And so in whatever way that woman flows naturally, whether it's in her career, right, whether he wants to start a business and then you run the graphic design wing, or whether you want to have your own career, I have friends who intend to be the primary breadwinner, right? But that's her in her flow. So she needs to be with the man who allows her to work late, who allows her to put in the hours, who doesn't mind her making the money, who doesn't feel emasculated by that. So when she says women operate best when they're allowed to operate in their femininity, that is whatever is femininity for that woman, right? And we talk a lot on our podcast about not only with femininity, but luxury. What is luxury for each individual person? What is Mm -hmm. femininity? But whatever space a woman has the freedom and peace of mind to just flow in whatever her element is, right, is where feminine, I think that's what Alicia's saying is she's free to operate, right? In the same breath, masculinity is leadership direction structure, right? And so when a man is feels respected, right, when he feels like he has the, the ultimate authority in his household, that he can consult his wife and receive knowledgeable counsel, but that ultimately his wife will trust his decision, yeah. right? That's masculinity. That's that's mm-hmm. a man operating in a space of structure, right? So I don't think to say to be feminine is to not work. I think to be feminine right. is to flow with peace of mind in a way that best allows you to support your household. And I exactly. think that's... And I, and I think... And so I would say... Even for that, I mean, and even though for the most part, like, yeah, we agree, you know, on that, on like what it is to be feminine and all of that. I do believe that more so feminine is just resting and it's flowing and it's being. It's just being in the state of being to where you're allowed to just flow, like you said. But again, I do think that it is more of a masculine, you know, I think it is. a. not saying that it's masculine to work, but it's definitely masculine to lead. So and it's, it's masculine, masculine to, to support, exactly. right? And not to nurture, exactly. but to support. When you think of support, exactly. you think of what keeps a thing standing, mm-hmm. right? You think of the pillars on a house, the roof of a house. That's masculinity right. is support, right? Nurturing, right? The furnishing of the house. What exactly. makes a house feel like home? What makes a house somewhere you want to come home to in a place where your kids can learn and feel safe? That's femininity, right? In terms of traditional roles, right? But a woman can do that in a multitude of ways, yeah. right? My mom is a corporate powerhouse. I'm talking about Mm -hmm. SVP level. I'm talking about like 
more money in stock options than most of us make in a year, mm-hmm. right? Get like she, and she taught us. She taught me and my sister very much so how to be corporate diligent. And so I do yeah. dang well for myself, right? I've always provided well for myself, right? That dang, doesn't mean that my state dang, of femininity isn't dang, operating in the dang. home, right? So it's different for each woman. But femininity just means what is the way that your woman feels freest to decorate your home. And I think, and right? I think that's like, good because I think again. I, I, you definitely don't want to get into a space, especially me as a man. I, I don't want to get into a space in these conversations where I'm trying to police what femininity is or what women yeah. should do. I like that, what you said, Whitney, because from my perspective, I think the best thing you can do as a man, as a husband, again, is to equip, right? Again, a husband being a leader, being a covering provider that is all a quality of a leader. Again, a leader is designed by definition to equip those who he is leading. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if my equipment of, of my wife looks like, hey, yeah, like, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to go be the best in my field. I can bet. Like, I'm going to figure out what I got to do to make sure you can do that without worrying about, sure. you know, sacrificing these other pieces. But I think, again, like, we've said a lot, and this has been a really dope conversation. But what I really want to, like, end on is that, like, <laughs> these things that we've been saying, these things that we've been, you know, communicating – um, they are based off experience, right? Absolutely. Nobody here has a full perspective of the world. Nobody here has a full grasp of what truly is wise, right? These are only concepts we are, you know. Or in marriage. Or in marriage, yeah, in anything. These are only concepts that we are filtering through our lens of what we've experienced in life so far. So, like, the best thing you can truly do is seek the Lord on all these things and, and, real, and realize that, like, there's the not anything – that you're desiring that you can't take to God and filter through his spirit and filter through his guidance and understand that, you know, you got to do the hard work, like you said, to like take to the Lord, like your desires and really be in a position to receive what he tells you your purpose is not what you have deemed your purpose to be. Um, and so like, first of all, ladies, shout out to y'all. Thank y'all for coming through for a dope conversation. Yes. Give it up for them. Um, y'all like literally killed it. Um, we appreciate each and every one of you before we close out. Do y'all want to like plug anything one more time? Y'all got any last comments, anything y'all want to say? My last comment would be, I I think all of, I loved all the points. I really did. Even the ones where we might not have uh, been on the exact same page, but I think it does come down to just knowing what it is that you want, knowing what your femininity looks like, knowing what y'all's masculinity looks like, and then mm-hmm. finding somebody that matches that. Because I feel like mm-hmm. that's what it, uh, every time it went right back to, it's like, mm-hmm. what is it What is it that you need? What is it that y'all need? It just yeah. kept coming back w- to that individual. Yeah, I would piggyback off of that and just say, to reiterate, please date where you are where you are desired, mm-hmm. not where you desire to be desired. Ooh. Like, we all, this whole conversation could be avoided if we all dated simply where we were desired and appreciated and not where we want to be, right? If we were not pursuing that which does not pursue us in return. So my only 
hmm. point of feedback is to go where the love is, right? Go where you feel supported, nurtured, safe, and able to flow at your maximum, right? Whether in masculinity or femininity. Yeah. And then if you like these types of conversations, me and Alicia talk about this from a Club ton of different the podcast again. Yeah, we talk about it from the, the perspective of... On she yeah. got it. We talk about it from the perspective of family, pie. relationship, business. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, we try to have insightful... Can, can Lux, you say I it again? Lux, Lux Hour Pod. Lux Hour Pod. And it's on all platforms. Alicia, do you have any last, thing, last things you want to say? Yes, I would definitely just say to the men and the women, I think that um, also at the root of this, just becoming the best version of ourselves. Literally working on from every component, spiritually, mm-hmm. fi- financially, psychologically, just to become the best version of ourselves. Yeah. Not only for ourselves, but for God and for our God-given Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I exactly. think that when we find ourselves doing that, then we'll hear better from God and we'll understand mm-hmm. exactly what his purpose is and who's attached or supposed to be attached mm-hmm. to that purpose. For sure. Yeah. So yeah. For, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And honestly, you know, um, it's, it's, I feel like, uh, you know, uh, I'm, 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 I'm definitely down to do it. You know what I'm saying? Maybe like a little part two. Cause I really, uh, <laughs> that, that whole, that whole feminine thing. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was good. I just, I think we all disagree with that joint. But with which one? The, the whole aspect of how you define femininity. Oh, okay. But hey, you know what I'm saying? We wrapping up. Yeah, it's a, it's a wrap, you feel me? That's another episode. Appreciate you know. y'all for coming out. Woo. Absolutely. Yes. Three co-hosts. Three co-hosts. Yes, you know what I'm Give it up for y'all sales, man. Y'all really did that. We got a better setup. We got the lights. Shout out to the Way Release Studio. Get your hair done, your weave done, your faux locks. You feel me? This is another episode of Black Men Do Talk where we have un overdue conversations with black man's perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Go ahead, cut the camera, Sway. Let's be out. I love it. Yeah. That was good. That was fun, guys.